in the heart of Beer City, USA. Two men, one journey, to create a sports show unlike any other. Unfiltered, raw, and honest. One of them played a soccer goalie opposite Ben Stiller. The other once scored six points on Steph Curry. These guys know their sh- Let's go! Tank Spencer, Jeremy Green, the Sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets. Low prices, love the savings. And Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. And away we go. It is the first football Friday of the year, and it just feels so wonderful. We we will be reuniting, and it feels so good with Asheville Police Chief David Zach. Yes, indeed. For another year of Beat the Chief, and I'm going to break one of my own records. You're going to hold your breath for 17 years? Oh, listen here, Putin. That's not... Today, more underdogs than I have given in any one show ever. More underdogs than than ever before? Than how, ever before. How many you got? 14. Four, 14 dogs in college football. Unbelievable. We're Let's have go. All of the picks for you over the program. We, of course, will play Beat the Chief at the 4 o'clock hour with Asheville Police Chief David Zach. We're also, we also have a new Beat the Chief. Uh, we do. We will be doing this as well with the Buckham County Sheriff's Department with college games. Yes, that'll be coming up at the uh, at the three thirty portion of this program. Here we'll have a uh, daily draft as well. At the Picking top of the, the, third the college hour. games that we want to watch this weekend. Yep, top of the third hour as always. We'll have all of your previews of the upcoming games this weekend, college and pro. And, of course, all of the reaction from last night's Thursday night kickoff game in L.A., and the I, Rams. And I just have one question for you. Yeah. So, over, right? So, over. Uh, how about that over? Over. Okay. I just made sure. <laughs> oh, it, it didn't go over? No. No. No, it oh. didn't. Uh, see, oh. the, the, the L.A. Rams were, requ- were required to score more than twice for it to go over. Yes. And... Th- they didn't do that. They could not do that. They couldn't do really much of anything last night as the the Buffalo Bills put on a dominating display in LA, 31 to 10, the final score. 7 sacks for this Buffalo Bills defense. It is way better than I thought it was going to be. I mean, it's just they are terrifying. They are terrifying at the snap of we have six dudes that can get to your quarterback at any second. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, you tried to I, tell me I, I, that that sounds really familiar. You tried to tell me. And I have to say, I have listened to all of the reaction. Mm-hmm. I have listened to all of the takes and I'm going to say something as pointedly as I can. You're looking at it wrong. Okay, I have heard a ton about how bad the LA Rams looked and they weren't prepared and blah, 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 blah. That's not how I saw it. You just think the Buffalo Bills. I saw the best team in the NFL and it's not debatable. Hmm. I saw the best team in this league and it's not really all that close. I mean, I don't know that I disagree with you. I mean, the, the, the bills are in the, uh, they're in that short group of top teams in the NFL. So yeah, they probably are 
the best team in the league at this point, but I still feel like LA's got problems. I still feel like that offensive line is not good. Mm, okay. How many teams do you think are going to be able to get home with four guys? Do, do you know how many times the Buffalo Bills rushed more than four guys last night? How many? Three times. That's it? The entire night. Wow. You had seven sacks. It was four-man front, and they were getting home repeatedly. You don't often see Von Miller, Greg Rousseau, Ed Oliver, who had some injury issues, Boogie Basham, A.J. Epinesa. I could keep doing this. Mm-hmm. It's the best front four I've ever seen, and it's not really all that close. I'm going to keep saying this. Buffalo is exactly what I told you they are. Offensively, you turn the ball over four times. Mm-hmm. And somehow, that is just, well, it's just a, a couple bad plays by Buffalo. Or or maybe they were good plays by the Rams. The Rams play the Cardinals next week. Mm-hmm. Or, they, excuse me, they play the Falcons next week. Then they play the Cardinals. <laughs> the Falcons, that's going to be fun. Set that line. Uh, it's... In Vegas, it'll probably be uh, it, L.A. minus 10. If if the Rams are not a 10-point favorite in both of those, I'll aggressively take the Rams. They'll cover both, and it won't be close. Mm-hmm. I did not see, oh, the Rams are not prepared. Now, I will say, the Cam Akers thing I, I it beats the sin out of me. I got nothing for you. Thank you. Where Darrell Henderson came from is RB1. I don't know. Is it still that Cam Akers is just not ready? Is he st- is he still hampered? I mean, that, just a couple of weeks ago, they were talking about these guys missing practice and they would be questionable for week one. So maybe Akers had some kind of a setback that they're just not telling us about. Then why'd he play? Because I, he did play. He did play. He had, much. he had like three touches. For as many yards as I had. Which is insane. It was a bad night. Mm-hmm. It was as bad a night as you will ever see from a reigning Super Bowl champion. And I feel like everybody is ready to jump off a bridge now. If I hear one more person say, well, they don't have any targets. It's just Cooper Cup and a bunch of dudes. Yeah, Allen Robinson would like a word. Yeah, stop that. They're fine. Now, the problem is that you may very well have shown how you deal with this Sean McVay offense. No, you have to be built a very specific way to do that. Mm -hmm. But when you have Von Miller and his weird haircut that can just eviscerate anybody you throw in front of him. So you're getting home with four regularly? Yeah, that's how that's going to look. And Buffalo's going to do that to teams all year long. In the YouTube chat, there's a lot of people that seem to be saying, Jerry, why don't you just join the mafia already? Let me explain something, all right? My admiration for the Bills is not a fan thing. They were as bad as we were for 20 years. It gives me hope that maybe one day there will be light at the end of the tunnel. So it's an envy thing. I would respect would be more the word I'm looking for. Not envious of it. Yeah. Okay. I'm yeah, envious of it. Yeah. yeah I'm envious are. of it. Don't even try to play that. We know you're envious. But I respect the fact that you've got, I mean, you're in LA. Mm-hmm. And you remember the thing I told you about this is basically going to be a road game for the Rams? It was. And it was abundantly obvious from early on. Josh Allen started something, in the, I think he was 14 of his first 16. Yep. One of the incompletions hit his receiver in stride and just so happened to bounce off his chest plate and hit a linebacker in the numbers. Mm -hmm. Can't ask for better than that. The Buffalo Bills were absolutely flawless. And they would have beaten any team in the NFL by two touchdowns last night. And Mm -hmm. I fully believe that. Mm -hmm. 
you're going to have to hope they partially beat themselves because you're not going to be able to look i'm not one of those that's going to look at this game and go oh man the la rams they're just going to be awful they're going to miss the playoffs they just they have i just i just of what i saw of the game last night and the highlights that i consumed afterwards i went this offensive line is a problem I've now, watched, there are a few teams that they're going to play this year that can bring the pressure like that. I've literally watched every snap twice. Uh, Zion, in our YouTube comments, said, the Bills are beatable. Please stop it. Uh, when they play like that, no, they're not. And I will happily listen to you tell me what team you think will beat them because they're the only team in the NFL that doesn't have a flaw. Mm-hmm. But but the corners, yeah, at their best one, didn't play last night, and they just eviscerated the Super Bowl champions. I didn't beat them. I, I mean, no, I need to understand. Them. This could have been 52 to 3 if things had not bounced the Rams' way. I'm not saying they can't be beaten. I'm not saying they're going to go 17 and 0. I'm saying they play like that, you ain't beating them. Mm-hmm. You're just not. As I said, I watched every snap live last night. I went back and watched it again this morning and was dumbfounded. The question is is this the catalyst for what? has been expected by many this year to be the eventual Super Bowl run of the Buffalo Bills, or is this the perfect setup for the biggest letdown in Buffalo Bills history? I mean, you're always suspect to a letdown. It's a long season. A lot of things can happen. Because now, now you've set the stage. Now I feel like you've set the bar. As the Buffalo Bills. I mean, and you have to understand, last night this is a team that could not have run a nail into a stick of butter. Still eviscerated Mm -hmm. the reigning Super Bowl champions, Mm -hmm. who did not lose that much. But they didn't have Odell Beckham Jr. They didn't have the first half of last year either. Right. So when Cooper Cup was putting up 1,900 yards, almost half of that was with Odell Beckham in Cleveland. This team is still very largely the same. Now, the offensive line, yeah, you don't have Andrew Whitworth. I'm going to tell you a dirty little secret. He was a great leader of that offensive line physically, and he would tell you this as quickly as I would. He had regressed. He was not the stalwart left tackle that everybody made him out to be. I actually thought Joe Noteboom had a reasonably good night. The problem is that, okay, you deal with Von Miller, you throw that extra help there, now it's one-on-one. And for whatever reason, Sean McVay never figured out, hey, maybe – maybe I should help. Uh, there was a there was a play where uh, Cooper Cup ran in and tried to run a wham right off the edge, and he was supposed to set the edge on Von Miller, never even extended his arms, just went, ah, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Scared of the contact? Scared of what might happen? He runs into uh, that brick I'm wall. good. I mean, I, I can't blame him. I can't blame him at all for that. Uh, Captain Obvious in our YouTube comments. Tank and I told all of you Ramsey was overrated. Also, the Bills cannot be stopped if they play like that. Uh, I I don't care who's in the AFC West. Now, the Jalen Ramsey thing. Mm -hmm. He got cooked on the touchdown to Stephon Diggs. But if there's one thing that legitimately worried me, it had something to do with that Stephon Diggs touchdown on Jalen Ramsey. After the break, tell you what that is you're in the sportsocracy here on a football friday on espn Asheville. roots and wings the two greatest gifts any parent can give their kid 
But when it's time for them to head off to college, there's also groceries, laundry detergent, notebook paper, ironing instructions, and futons that assemble with parts left over. At Ingalls, we have all the comforts of home right around the corner. We know that life's biggest steps are best taken with faith and trust in the ones you love the most. Ingalls, all the ingredients for family. I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I am Clarissa Marshall with eXp Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. Are you ready to tackle your banking needs? Home Trust Bank's team of expert advisors and lenders want to be your teammate. We want to hear your story, learn your aspirations, and assist you with financial needs and provide options that are tailored to you. With a wide range of personal, mortgage, and commercial services, you will discover all your banking needs under one roof with a local and personalized touch at Home Trust Bank. Score big with Home Trust Bank. Ready for what's next. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. The Sportsocracy. Why are you smiling? Because I love football. And the L.A. Rams have started off with a loss for the first time in Sean McVay's career. That To me, that was like the most unbelievable stat of last night, even more than the Jalen Ramsey stat, which we'll give you in a second. But that Sean McVay, for the first time ever, is below 500 as the head coach of the L.A. Rams. That's kind of crazy to me. I mean, it's only been five years. I mean, so. I get it, but still, uh, you know, it's one game, throw it away, but still, that's kind of the outlier that this L.A. Rams has become under Sean McVay. Now, the stat from Jalen Ramsey last night has been regurgitated over and over and over on national media today. He was targeted six times. Stop or, it. Excuse me. Stop it. He was not targeted seven times. If I hear one more person say that, I swear to God, I'm going to scream. He was the closest defender to a catch seven times. That does not mean it was his man. I've watched it twice. Mm-hmm. The Stefan Diggs play, 100%. Cooked like toast that you got drunk and left in the oven. I got it. There are a couple of those others, not even his zone. The Gabriel He's Davis. just the closest guy to it. The Gabriel Davis touchdown was not on him. The Gabriel Davis... <laughs> It depends. Because he was left all alone. Nobody was paying attention to it him. It depends. Somebody blew an assignment. The question is, who blew it? And those can get, when it's blown that badly, it can get a little, from what I saw, it looked like that was supposed to be the safety over the top. Yep. That's what I saw. He was just playing to depth. I could be wrong. Here's the thing that scares me. If I'm a Rams fan, and, and I have a legitimate fear today, it's Raheem Morris, Raheem Morris, Raheem Morris. We have a Discord with the, the wonderful members of the House of Reprehensibles. Several of you are in the comments to verify exactly what I'm getting ready to say. I'm not an offensive guy. Okay? I'm a defensive guy. I, at halftime, messaged everybody in that and said, you mark my words of what's getting ready to happen. They're going to see that same look because the Rams ran the same defensive look, same four defensive looks about 90% of the time. Josh Allen is going to see that at some point. Or Ken Dorsey's going to see it. Whoever. Somebody's going to see it. 
they're going to run a pre-snap motion and leave Gabe Davis all by his little lonesome with Hill. And when that happens, this is going to the end zone. And it took about 15 plays. And uh, uh uh-oh, there it is. An old-school defensive guy saw this and went, this is not that hard. Mm -hmm. This is not that hard. And Raheem Morris had no answer for it. Nothing. Now, the Jalen Ramsey thing, I've watched this kid since he was at Florida State. I am a Florida State booster. Know this kid pretty well. He's otherworldly talented. But I'm going to tell you the same thing I said when he was drafted. He's not a corner. He's not a corner, and he's never been a corner. He's more Derwin James than he is Darrell Rivas, and somewhere that got messed up, and I don't know where. And Raheem Morris has absolutely no idea how to use him. None. No clue. He just puts him over there in a zone like, ah, you know what, maybe they'll throw it your way. Somebody crosses the formation. He won't cross it. So what do you think Josh Allen was doing all night long? He's manipulating him. Then he gets into his head. The Diggs catch on the sideline, he's in his head. Stephon Diggs wanted the ball more than Jalen Ramsey did, period. It was the same thing you watched Kayshawn Booty do Monday night at LSU. Exact same thing. He was in his head because he's a bit of a head case. Mm-hmm. But in terms of the talent, it takes a special kind of coordinator to know how to use him, and I don't think it's Raheem Morris. Okay. And now that you don't have uh, Darius Williams on the other side, you don't have Von Miller, I'm going to be really honest – I think I could coordinate a defense in the NFL if you give me Von Miller and you're getting home that quickly. The Rams can't do that now. They cannot do that now. That that's Notice how few times we said Aaron Donald's name last night. Mm-hmm. Number one of the top five names said all offseason long. He was borderline irrelevant for three quarters of last night. There's a reason for that. It's the exact same reason Von Miller looks so good in Buffalo. I can target Aaron Donald on every play. So somebody somewhere is going to have to get creative, and you've got Raheem Morris that can't figure out which side of the ball he wants to coach on, and there was no adjustment. There was no adjustment to anything the entire night, and it was infuriating to me. And I think when they get back in and look at the film, Sean McVay's going to have one of those good old-fashioned come-to-Jesus of, look, I know we just won a Super Bowl, but if you're not better than that, you can't be my defensive coordinator. Right. Because it was comically bad at times they did not look like a super bowl caliber team last night but maybe that's because the buffalo bills are just that much better than they are i find that hard to believe that the bills are that much better than yeah because the rams a A, they're not you didn't get the rams a game last night period right now the question is do they have that because bobby wagner looked out of position their big free agent acquisition jalen ramsey looked out of position And it just looked like a complete miscasting across the entire defense. Josh Allen was playing with you. Mm -hmm. Just absolutely playing with you. And I believe McVay can deal with the offense. I think he's one of the three smartest offensive minds in the NFL. That defense would terrify me because I don't know that you have, you don't have the options. All right, now you can't get pass rush. Well, who do you turn to? It's not like you've got some spunky little rookie that maybe we'll give him some. Nope. No. There's nobody there. No. You got Leonard Floyd and. And Leonard Floyd, and I'll be honest with you. Who else? Uh, the, 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 the girl that sang the national anthem had more of an involvement in that game than Leonard Floyd did. Mm-hmm. And that's just the difference between these two teams. One of them is really deep. The other one is not. And so there's just not a lot of places you can go. I mean, I know I'm railing on Raheem Morris, 
Uh, the problem is that I've looked down the roster and gone, uh, don't actually know what I would have done different. Right. I mean, I would stop throwing Jalen Ramsey into a flat and just saying, hey, you're, do what you're, you do. you're smart kids. You figured out. Yeah, right. It's it's starting. It, it is starting to become a meme, basically, though. Jalen Ramsey looking back at guys catching touchdowns. Because it, it it started spreading out there on social media after the Super Bowl, despite the fact that the Rams won. And here you go from last night. I mean, the Gabriel Davis touchdown, Jalen Ramsey's the only one in the frame, so that's why they tack him with the responsibility for that. Yeah, people like me get really irritated at that stat. And I mean, he was it. the closest he was the closest defender in the frame. Doesn't mean he had anything to do with it. It might mean he was the most heads up and looked up and went what are you doing? Right, and maybe maybe that is the case. Maybe that is the case. We don't know who blew the assignment, as Jeremy said earlier. But it just it looks bad when you have this, you know, number one corner in the NFL for the last eight years or whatever is now all of a sudden the target of of the media and the statisticians because the stat that was being being given out was that he was targeted seven times gave up six catches 140 yards and two touchdowns that's not good no and look i'm not sitting here telling you that he was good at all they were ken dorsey i'm gonna i'm gonna try to say this in the most non over the top way humanly possible uh because greg olson already beat me to the punch there Greg Olson tweeted out, the Seahawks asked me who we should chase as an offensive coordinator. My first thing was Ken Dorsey. They interviewed him, didn't hire him. Case in point, I tried to tell you. Right. If you wonder why we worry so much about coaches, last night was the definition of why. First-time play caller in Ken Dorsey absolutely annihilated Raheem Morris. Now, how many teams in the NFL can do that? Not many. Not many teams can look at your most electric rookie and go, you're actually inactive tonight because we have too many receivers. We don't need you tonight. I just feel like a month from now, all of this gnashing of teeth on the on the Rams, they're going to be either 3-2 and two or 4-1, and one, depending on how that game with 49ers goes. And we'll look back on this and go, hey, you remember when we thought the Rams were done? That, that aged like a like a dairy product that somebody left in the sun. All right, our Fridays are going to be uh, changed up just a little bit as we pick college games against uh, representatives of the Buckham County Sheriff's Office. So instead of taking the break right now, we're going to get just a bit outside. Boy, you must be outside your mind. The sportsocracy. Just a bit outside. He tried the corner and missed. You know, I thought uh, I might be able to get away with not telling this story today, but I just I, I just can't because I'm a dude. And, you know, part of me being a 40-year-old dude is that there is still a very large 8-year-old child inside of me, and I have to laugh when I see things like this. The, is this the story I told on the Wednesday show? No, that, it is that, not. That was the 8-year-old joy of child in me. <laughs> it is not. It is not. The Washington Nationals were playing a game last night, and... uh against the St. Louis Cardinals. And in the game there was an injury to the catcher. And it and it and it did not end very well at all. Now this is not the usual slamming into the catcher at home plate for no, no, no. So there was there was a pitch, slider comes in, the batter got just enough of it to hit it straight down into the ground. 
and when it went straight into the ground, it bounced back up, and it hit the catcher right in the no-no square. Kybert Ruiz shook it off at first, and then about the sixth inning, he had to leave the game. He just could not continue to catch any longer. After the game, we found out how serious the injury was. Kybert Ruiz had to be taken to a local hospital for swelling of the testicular organs. No. Yikes. That's not an organ that you want to... Uh-uh. Well, yeah, I, I meant yeah, that I was yeah, at it. Yeah, I had to did. think about it. Yeah, yeah, no. Semantics. But... No. Swelling is good on the other part. There, not there on you the, go. Yeah. High side, yeah. not the low yeah, side. Exactly, I got it. I got it. Exactly, exactly. Uh, it looks like he's going to be fine. Uh, they're doing tests and all that kind of stuff. It, he should be okay, but yikes. 24 years old, caught one right in the snarglies and had to go to the hospital because the swelling was so bad. Snarglies, is that a yikes. medical term? Yikes. I don't think I ever read that in a book. The snarglies? Fox is doing it again with a reality show. They have come up with this brilliant idea. It's called Special Forces, the ultimate test. They are going to put 16 celebrities through special forces training. There's no eliminations. It's just, can you make it? Yes or no. And some of the names on the list are kind of funny to me. Uh, Kate Gosselin, uh, John and Kate plus eight. I don't look for her to be around for long. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I'm judging. Never know. Don't want to be judgy. The original Karen. Uh, Doctor, Exactly. Dr. Drew. Don't really looking for him to be around particularly long either. And then there's some people from the sports world. Okay. Natasha Lukin, the uh, the figure skater. All right. Or gymnast, excuse me. Uh, Gus Kenworthy, he's a skier. Carly Lloyd, Mike Piazza. Carly Lloyd, soccer player? Soccer player, Okay. Yeah. Uh, former NFL receiver Danny Amendola and Dwight Howard. Yeah. Is it weird to me that I feel like Danny Amendola has a better chance of getting through this than anybody I've said? No. There's something about him that I just look at him and go, I don't feel like he'd be a fun guy to get in a fight with. Dwight Howard, I so do not feel that way about each other? No, no, no. It's special forces training. So they're oh, going okay. through all, right. all of the uh, different... See, I would, I would automatically downgrade Dwight Howard well, because he's seven foot one. Right. His, his height is going to be a problem. Danny Amendola is shifty and wiry and all the things that, you know, you would expect. So, you know, it's like Ultimate Ninja Warrior kind of stuff. You don't usually, you're not typically going to bet on the seven foot tall guy to win those. I'm sure he'll be fine at it. But yeah, I'm with you. Danny Amendola seems like the, because Mike Piazza, I mean, he's, Mike Piazza, he's 58 years old. Let's stop. Is he that old? No, he's not that old. I he mean, might be that he's old. He's not that old. How old is Mike Piazza? 46, 49. 54. Is he really? And will and actually just turned 54. Is he really? Now yeah. that makes me feel old. Well, you are old. When, I remember when he was like the kid. Uh, you are old. Ugh. So there's that. Well, I appreciate you being brutally honest as always. That's what I do. That's what I'm here for. You're a jerk. You're in the Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. We got a big weekend of college football coming up next. At Ingalls, whether we're celebrating Friday night rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the fan fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park, it's all in the bag. 
Ingles, low prices, love the savings. Black Mountain, get ready to rock. Dark City Rock Fest, presented by Elite Events and Promotions, is coming to Silverado's. Saturday, September 17th, starring Saving Abel. $20 in advance, 25-day of show. And a portion of the proceeds will go to United Way, Dark City Rock Fest, with Saving Abel. Saturday, September 17th at SilveradosWNC.com. Everyone's heard about the housing market and this being the best time to sell a house in years. But the same thing applies to cars. Whether you're looking to buy a car, trade in, or sell that car in the driveway collecting dust, Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville wants to buy your car. They have two on-site managers that work with Kelly Blue Book to give you top dollar for your vehicle. You can even have your car appraised instantly at AndersonNissan.com. Stop in and visit them today at 629 Brevard Road, Nashville, or call them at 828-365-1663. You are in the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. The Sportsocracy heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app, seen everywhere on YouTube. Just go to thesportsocracy.com, click on that live video link. Do not forget your chance to get in on the battle for the belt. Today is the last day. You want to be Bear City's best fantasy football player? All you got to do is click on that link in the description of the YouTube video or go to any of our social medias and find the link there. Uh, we have a little uh, announcement about that, too. Uh, so the the owner of WNC Auto Detailing and I are very good friends. So we have come up with a little bit of an idea. You're going to have to go to the Facebook page to see it, though. So if you want to be in the DraftKings contest, you got two more days. Okay. If you want to be in a best ball, you have to do it today because, I, frankly, I'm not running another one of these leagues. Right. I, if I get one more alert of, this is not working, of course it's not. Our year-long DFS competition, everybody uh, that, 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 that pays the donation gets into the contest. Year-long, end of the season, top winner will get the uh, championship belt, the custom-made Sportsocracy championship belt, and the the uh awesome prize pack that we are putting together that is now worth over a thousand dollars and we are going to have more to add to it let me make this as clear as i can you don't want you don't want hick flair to win this i'll wear it everywhere yes he will i'll wear it to church he will adam black said he would literally reverend in it he will reverend in it what is the word i'm like preach preach he will preach it i like reverending better reverending is the new it is decided that's the new (laughs) term new verb of the day i like it i like it yeah 20 dollar donation to eblin charity saint nicholas project gets you into the contest it's a great cause we support it each and every year we want to have as much to give them and many as many people involved as possible now Something it's, else we support greatly yeah, uh, around uh, around this here show. It's our boys in blue. We are big fans of the boys in blue, and it is time for a brand new Beat the Chief segment. We do Asheville Police Chief David Zach picking NFL games each and every Friday, and now we have the Buncombe County Sheriff's Office in the studio. That's right. We, we have added a new element to this. Oh, Sheriff, you want to. We're joined by Keenan Nesbitt. If, if you've watched the show for a long time, you've already seen him once. He's doing great things in the Sheriff's Department, and I have to be nice, and I don't want to, because he's a diehard Florida Gator he's fan. A Gator. 
And your team only cost me like a house payment. So I. <laughs> and it was a tremendous victory. Keenan, welcome in. How, how are you feeling after your, uh, your your opening week win over Utah? Man, I feel great, man. I uh, I didn't get to watch it. I was working, but I caught the highlights, and I was like, that's a good way to get started. Good way to get started. I didn't yeah. get to watch as much of it as I wanted to, at least for, you know, how much it cost me. Yeah. I was at Chief Zach's wedding, and with a diehard Florida Gator fan who really enjoyed bringing me the score every time you scored. I would have done the same thing, man, if I'd have been there. I'd have, I'd have been, like, rubbing it in, like, writing it on a piece of paper, showing you. <laughs> I'm not actually sure I would have known the score of this game better if I'd been in the stadium than I did with uh, with John bringing me the score. Nice. nice. Yeah, uh, Keenan Nesbitt, Community Outreach Deputy with the Buncombe County Sheriff's Office, joining us here, and we are, we're we're going to play this game all season long. We'll, we'll have you in every Friday, and we can just pick college games. And now this one we're we're not doing against the spread. This okay. is just straight up. We're picking winners. All right, straight up pickums. I, I mean, you. I figure we got a Florida fan here. Uh, yeah, right. The, it, it, you start with Florida Kentucky. It's one of the best games of the weekend. Oh, there's no doubt about it. This is one of the best games Look, of the weekend. I feel like, I feel like Florida put the entire SEC or at least the SEC East on notice last week. They did. They we put them on notice, man, big time. You know, come out the gate wide open. Now here's the question: Can you do it again? Oh, we gonna it's we gonna do it again. Ain't no ain't no can. It, it's ain't no if can is when it happens. And look, Vegas is very much on your side. You're a six and a half point favorite at home. Not enough. Well, well what's the ranking? What's the ranking? Oh, Kentucky's number twenty uh, in, in the latest poll. Florida is twelve. Mm-hmm. And now Florida wasn't even in the poll yeah, we before they beat we Utah. We weren't even ranked in the top twenty five to start with. And, and I'm gonna be honest. All right. So you went from unranked, you beat Utah. Right. The Pac-12 may or may not be able to play dead in the Western. So I mean, it's great. You got to win. I'm, you know what? Nobody's happier for you than me. I love the fact that the state of Florida is currently undefeated. At least the three schools that matter. We're not talking about FAU or FIU. <laughs> <laughs> Willie Taggart coaches one of them, so I don't care. Right. I feel like we might have gone a little overboard. No, we, we we just let's just wait to Saturday to find out, man. Let's just all right. So you're going to take Florida all day long, taking Florida at Ben Hill Griffin. I got to take the Gators, despite the fact I'm wearing a Georgia shirt. You know, I, maybe maybe it's the Florida State booster in me. Maybe it's the draft guy that is absolutely just drunk in love with Will Levis. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's that I just really love a good dog. It's your drunk on that Cavassier smoke is what it is. I am drunk on that Cavassier smoke. I'm taking Best Kentucky. Name in college football. I'm taking Kentucky. Uh, I may live to regret it, but I'm taking Kentucky. I, so now you're going to be out of two house payments. Uh, uh, probably. Well, yep. I mean, here's the thing. you got to recover. Uh, I mean, when you lose one that gruesomely. We'll just go ahead and take you. Uh, yeah, yeah, Detective Burns is gonna—he's gonna handcuff him. Oh, <laughs> uh, we do have Brian, Detective Brian Burns, in here with us yeah, as well. We—we've only got—you uh, know—we've only got three microphones in here, so right. So, all right, so so me and Keenan are on uh, Florida to beat uh, Kentucky. Jeremy, you got the the Wildcats in this one. I'm gonna regret this. I yes, know I am. Are. I'm being biased, and I try not to do that. You can always feel it in your soul, can't you? Like you can. Yeah. You hit the button, and you're just like, "Well, I set that on fire," and there's no coming back from that. <laughs> uh, since we are in North Carolina Station, 
I believe we have to pick the North Carolina game this week. Here we go. North Carolina going down on the road to take on the Panthers from Georgia State. I I, wish we were picking this against the number. Well, the number's not that high. It's dumb to me. Well, you know, you're going to have to wait till the end of the show to hear me picking against the number. Right. right? I I got you. He doesn't want to step on his big... uh, bangers for the weekend well i mean here's the thing this is uh, our sheriff's guys here this is the first time they're going to be in here for a banger segment so uh, and that's a favorite very true only uh, only seven points i'm taking the Orioles. yeah oh, if you yeah. can score 63 points on app state look i understand georgia state's good defensively but if you can score 63 in boone on app state i think you'll be fine yeah yeah i think that that should be a I clean agree. sweep i agree yeah that's, that's just gonna be gonna be a massacre all right we all agreed on that one. We, we did agree on that one. Yes. They, this will obviously get – there will be more disagreements as the season goes on when you have uh, competitive games. It's not yet a conference matchup, but it very soon will be. Uh-oh. There is going to be a – I think this is like the bloodiest battle in college football this weekend. You've got the Baylor Bears taking on the Cougs of BYU. Ooh. And it's in BYU, too. Yeah, it is in Utah. I have a feeling there's going to be dissension on this one. Want me to go first? Sure. I, absolutely. I'm going with BYU. Ooh. That is. Cougars. So I'll, I'll tell you a fun stat. Bulk of the money on the Cougars. I, Mr. Burns has known me long enough to know that I made some poor decisions in my early life, and I never trust a Cougar, so I'm going Baylor Bears. Nice, <laughs> nice. All right, Jeremy, I'm going to be on the I'm on, I'm going to be on that side with you. I'm taking Baylor. Everybody knows how much I am. Uh, I'm taking BYU because I have seen BYU pull off some upsets in in past, man. That you'd be like, man, I I didn't. Where's the school at? Like where, Utah, where? <laughs> Provo, Utah. <laughs> so yeah. I, I well, here's it. the thing: all they've got to do is practice, and you know if you. Take Zach Wilson's social life, maybe some other things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he learned it somewhere. Oh yeah, he's that Mill Slayer. It's that cougar thing. Yeah, it's that whole cougar thing you got going on there. Uh, all right, next up, mm, we want to go Houston, Texas Tech. Uh, all right, top twenty-five team in t- in the Houston Cougars. Now, I, I do have to step. say something that apparently Las Vegas doesn't know. What's uh, that? Tyler Shuck's not going to play in this game. Right. And I feel like Vegas saw Houston against UTSA and went, well, they're not as good as we thought. Well, neither is Texas Tech. Texas Tech couldn't play a tree in a child's play. This is a time that I actually will trust a Cougar. Houston. There we go. Houston over Texas Tech. Hmm. I want to. I want to take Texas Tech so much. Now here's my question: I Why? I don't know. A bulk of the money I, is I, on Texas Tech. I just want to be different because I want to be able to look at you and go, "Ha! I got one over you." But I, I can't. Uh, how'd that work last night with yeah, uh, the Rams in the over? Uh, oh, yeah. well, we'll we'll touch on that later. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I didn't watch the game. I just seen the highlight. But we 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 come back. Yeah, to that here's the thing: later. Jalen Ramsey didn't see much of the game either. It seemed <laughs> to pass him pretty quickly. <laughs> Uh, I'm going Houston as well. Yeah, I think we have to all agree, Houston. I I really ain't been a fan of Texas Tech ever. Texas Tech is like the seventh best school in its own state. Yeah, but they're I mean they, they 
there was a time where they were fun to watch. Maybe when they had yeah, when they they offense. Uh, but they have Michael Crabtree and uh, yeah. Mike Leach. Yeah. Uh, here's the thing. Neither one of them will be in Lubbock. Oh, come on. Houston. The backup did fine for Texas Tech last week. I mean, he put up some big numbers, but they and played. Who are, who are they didn't they play Incarnate Word or uh, something yeah, last week? Was, they were playing uh, a verb noun. That, that's all I remember. <laughs> <laughs> uh let's see tennessee's got a huge matchup oh this is this is one where i feel very sure there's going to be dissension tennessee's got a huge matchup taking on the pittsburgh panthers in pittsburgh tennessee's a six point favorite in vegas and i've I just know. remember we're not talking about i know the we're not talking about the spreads but we always uh we always like to keep in mind of the spreads because that's what vegas feels what offense do pittsburgh run uh, well, uh, Keaton Slovis is the quarterback, so uh, they run that fun offensive. You snap the ball, you throw it, and then you immediately try to tackle the guy that Keaton Slovis threw it to when he wasn't oh, supposed to. Stop. I still can't believe He's they beat West Virginia. Bad. He's not that bad. He's not good. Do they run a spread up, up there? They do. It's. But I thought they ran more like that. Uh... It's the RPO thing. The the. Hey, look, I, we, every play looks exactly the same. We snap it, we fake it to the running back, maybe the running back takes it, maybe I throw it. it I but the they RPO. do have a hell of a running back. Keaton Slovis is not a god-awful quarterback. He's pretty good. They've got a couple of good weapons, and that defense is terrifying. I'm going with Pittsburgh. All right. And I don't like Tennessee either, so I mean, I'm a Gators fan. So. I feel like Tennessee can score. Yeah. Yeah, I I just look at this. I, I think this is a bit of an overreaction. If you had if they had set a number on this a week and a half ago, before Pittsburgh played West Virginia, before Tennessee played Ball State, I feel like Pittsburgh's a favorite. And now you've overreacted because people think West Virginia's terrible and they're not. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because well I know it pretty well. Pittsburgh, let's go! All right, taking the Pittsburgh Panthers. Good Lord, what I'm. What am I about to do? I'm taking Tennessee. You're going oh, Rocky Top. I'm going Rocky Top. Oh, it's one of my favorite bluegrass songs of all time. Oh, and even though it annoys the hell out of my wife because she is a diehard Georgia fan, and I, uh. that's that's one of those that we're going to be on the wrong side of it, and it's going to physically pain him because he will not be able to enjoy the fact that he beat us at it uh-uh. because he hates Tennessee to that point. No, this is already my least favorite week of college football because I've taken Florida and Tennessee. What? How does that make you feel? It doesn't make me feel How does that make you really feel? (laughs) Knowing that you got to play us here soon. Oh, well, that's going to be fun. That's going to be a fun week. That'll be be a whole different story. Uh, I will take you against these shrubs. Don't don't be too confident this year. (laughs) I'm just letting you know. Don't be too confident. Uh, we uh, We are playing college football version of Beat the Chief. Here on ESPN Asheville with uh, Community Outreach Deputy Keenan Nesbitt at the Buncombe County Sheriff's Office. De- uh, Detective Brian Burns also in with us here. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, Jeremy's first bangers of the day, and we'll pick the final games against the Chief. Attention, it's time for the morning announcements. Make sure your parents are aware of the Ingalls Tools for Schools program and ask them to link their Ingalls Advantage card to our school. Remember, you have to do it each year. Now please stand and join me in the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. 
Rogue Combat Club, Asheville's home for comprehensive martial arts training, has a goal for our community, one that's stronger, more fit, and unwavers in its support of one another. Rogue Combat Club's instructors have competed at the highest levels and offer classes for everyone from young children to adults in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, Muay Thai, and wrestling. Rogue Combat Club classes can help you boost your self-confidence and self-defense skills while weeding out the egos and intimidation found at other gyms. Join today at RogueCombatClub.com. Since man created roads, they've been looking for ways to get off-road and vehicles to take them there. That's where Outlaw Off-Road comes in. A premier off-road center for Jeeps, trucks, and SUVs with a complete lineup of off-road and overland services, including maintenance and repair to make your vehicle all that it can be. Check out their location right here in Western North Carolina at 85 Avery Creek Road. Call them today at 828-974-8480 or visit them on the web at theoutlawoffroad.com. Coffee's the closers on. Get them the money. Then when you get the money, you get the power. That watch costs more than your car. Then when you get the power, then you get the work. Look, this is a week full of underdogs, so we got to get the favorites out of the way. There are a few I like. You know that I'm beholden to Kansas State, seven and a half point favorite against Missouri. Missouri could probably play 15 players at a time and still not cover this number. <laughs> Wildcats minus seven and a half. This is going to pain me, but this number is just ridiculously stupid. Miami takes on Southern Miss. Miami's a 25-point favorite. Southern Miss is a borderline high school program. This should be 45. I feel like somebody hit a number wrong and is probably going to get fired for this. Hurricanes minus 25. Wake Forest is a 13-point favorite against Vanderbilt. Let me say that again. Wake Forest is a 13-point favorite with Sam Hartman against Vanderbilt. This one's easy. I can see this being 52-7. to seven. Don't fall for the fact Vanderbilt beat Hawaii. They're bad, too. Wake Forest minus the 13. The North Carolina Tar Heels are a seven-point favorite at Georgia State. I would kill to know how you got to a point where you played at Georgia State. This game won't be close. But they stayed close with South Carolina. South Carolina's bad, too. North Carolina minus the seven. USC is only an eight-and-a-half-point favorite against Stanford, and that's stupid. Trojans, minus eight and a half. And finally, my favorite school, West Virginia, take me home, country roads, minus 13 and a half against Kansas. Very nice. You can take all those wagers over to badus.com, use the promo code SPORTSOCRACY, and get a 125% deposit bonus on whatever you put into your account, up to $2,500. Now, Let's uh, bring back into the discussion here, back up to the mic, Community Outreach Deputy for the Buncombe County Sheriff's Office, Keenan Nesbitt, as we continue to pick the college games of the week here on our brand new Beat the Chief. What are we calling this? Share if you want to. Share if you want to. Share if you want to. Take it's a Luke Combs song. Uh, Luke Combs song. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like it. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, so, so far, uh, we've picked... Florida, Kentucky, the North Carolina-Georgia State game, Baylor-BYU, Houston-Texas Tech, and Tennessee and Pittsburgh. And you're the only one on the Tennessee side, and I I find that to be hilariously funny. Maybe I'm overreacting to what I saw last week, but hey. Who's shocked? Tank is overreacting to something he saw recently. Yeah, you know, that that offense is is great. Pittsburgh's going to keep it close. Yeah, but uh, I like Tennessee to win a thriller this weekend up in pittsburgh uh, uh oh i, I think feel georgia like, should kick you out yeah well i mean 
Yeah, the the Booster Club's not sending you any we, invites. We, we can soon. pick the Georgia game if you want to. Uh, who do they play? Samford. Uh, oh, yeah. It's, it's, it, Oh, you mean that game that Vegas wouldn't even put a number on? Exactly. Because none of the odds makers could put three digits in there? Georgia minus 60. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's what it would have to be for me to take Sanford. Pretty much. Uh, oh, Appalachian State. They had a thriller against Carolina last week, 63-61 in Boone. This time they go on the road and they're taking on Texas A&M. This is one oh. of the worst numbers I've ever seen. This is if if you've been around long enough, you know that I scream the picks in the third hour. I'll give you one guess where this game is. Yeah, you'll hear about that pick coming up later. Since we're picking it outright, I and it's at Kyle Field. I'm gonna take Texas A&M, but it is paining me. Paining. You look at you look at how many points App State scored against North Carolina. Mm-hmm. I get that Texas A&M's better defensively. They are god awful offensively. The fact that this was a 19-point spread, unless they think this game ends 21-2, to I don't really know how you're going to cover this number. I'm on Texas A&M as well. I don't give App State much chance on the road at Texas A&M. I'm going to be the odd one here. I'm going to App State. Oh. I wanted to, and I, I still want to. I'm going to App State. I was not bold enough to take Appalachian I State. Still, I still remember the Michigan game, so I'm going to App State. Okay. If I had been gutsy enough to take App State as the fifth part of the parlay at the end of the next hour mm-hmm. it the five dollars would have instead of being 577 dollars it would have been five grand but Je- i wasn't aggressive after enough. after last weekend's games in the state of north carolina jeremy absolutely lost his mind about what this does for the app state uh nc state north carolina and the ecu program and ecu's taking on old dominion let's pick it uh, east carolina easy East I'll Carolina against the over Old Dominion who upset Virginia Tech last week. Don't care. Virginia Tech's awful. Yeah, he's, he's right there with me. Pirates, yeah, we're yeah. all on All right, are we all, are we all three on Alabama as well? Last one, Alabama, Texas. I feel like since it's outright, I have to take Alabama. Texas. Texas I want totally you to be right upset. so bad. I'm going Texas. Wow. I want I, you to be right so bad. I I'm going to Texas because everybody else is it's just like, man, this is going to be a slaughter. Texas haven't been good in a few years. They got the top. I believe they got the top pick this year, didn't they? They got the number one uh, recruit, number one quarterback recruit in the nation from the year before. He went to Ohio State and yep. fell behind C.J. Stroud. They're going to be able to score. All right. That's a, that's a little surprise there from uh, Keenan Nesbitt of the Buncombe County Sheriff's Office. I'll take Bama because uh, I think you'd be a fool not to. Uh, He's got so cuffs and a gun. Just I, throwing that I, out there. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm gonna I, you, nothing personal. Listen, I'm going to tell you what happened, man. When, last year, I took, I took Georgia first. All right? They let me down. Yep. But I was dumb enough to take Georgia again, and it didn't let me down a second time. <laughs> there you go. I just don't like Alabama, so I don't care if ECU were playing Alabama. I'm taking ECU. The fighting Mike Houston's. You are in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. He's a degenerate gambler. You are a smelly pirate hooker. And he's cheaper than oxygen. He's useless. But somehow, they make it work. Jeremy Green. Tank Spencer. There's no holding back in the sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets and Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. 
And welcome back into the Sportsocracy. It is ESPN Asheville 92.9 FM, 880 AM, 1400. And the Sportsocracy heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. It is a Friday. It is football season. And that means we get to play one of our favorite games on this show. Take one. But he didn't mean to. Just saying, reigning champion of Beat the Chief. Now, I I do feel like you you casually leave out the you tied with me. I won the tiebreaker. That you said. I agreed agreed? to it. I did agree to it. You agreed. Tiebreaker was the national championship. You just make it. Yeah, because I thought you were being a. I thought you were being. Oh, that still makes me angry. I know you did. I know you did. But the the, the tiebreaker, I won. So I am the defending champion. Jeremy was in second. And Asheville Police Chief David Zach, we always appreciate you playing with us uh, each and every year. He is the original champion of Beat the Chief. Year one. You were year two. That's right. Year one champion. Jeremy has yet to win. Beat the chief. I finished second twice, though. Yeah, I've also. (laughs) I I also feel like I should point out. I've also yet to finish drastically behind the other two. Very true. Because the first year we were so far away that it looked like a Wiley Coyote cartoon to you. Was it that bad? It was brutal. Was it that bad? I don't remember. Put it it this way. By week 17, Chief Zach and I could have missed every game. You could have gotten them all, and you'd have still lost. (laughs) It doesn't matter, though. Last year, uh, that was the true year. That was the year I was really trying. And so, I am reigning champion, and we continue with a brand new season. And And we got a lot of to catch up. I haven't seen you congratulations first of all i can barely see (laughs) that's right you look brother you look good man thank you man you look good he's he's literally half the man he used to be i am i I, fantastic just about yeah i haven't seen you in a while you look great yeah thank you very much tank's weight loss has officially gotten to seven full fat full seven full backpacks and three fat babies that is hard to say that's right that's right 90 (laughs) pounds with phd weight loss you want the same kind of results go to myphdweightloss.com but uh, congratulations on the nuptials. Thank you very much. Yeah, we uh, last weekend, huh? Tied the knot. Tied the I knot. Like local like local Asheville girl. So, yeah, pretty That's cool. Right. And uh, Beat the Chief, always brought to you by Clarissa Marshall of EXP Realty. Check her out at clarissasellswnc.com. And you will hear her new commercials next week as... Clarissa Zach. That's right. Yep, there you go. There you we, go. We let the cat out of the bag there, didn't we? We are uniters, <laughs> not dividers. <laughs> I was just, for the sake of branding, I was going to keep it until the real, you know, until the commercials got cut, but okay. Well, fine. I mean, here's the thing. He's in the room. Well, so, uh, anyway, are we just going to drop the commercials and people go, I wonder. That's, I wonder. Is it, you know, the timing of that is very bizarre. <laughs> all right let's get into it week one of the nfl season well before we start picking games how about them how about them bills that was a beat down yes it was with a capital beat i mean i i thought that game would be much closer obviously but i mean i don't think that outcome was ever in doubt from from the opening kickoff that the bills were just the far more physical team and the rams are physical man but Buffalo just pushed them around. There was only one thing that was ever in doubt. Uh, Dave and I were texting back and forth during the game, and I was like, uh, you know, if you could stop scoring at some point, that would be 
just sweet because somebody I had, am, the, he had the under. He I, the I am heavily invested on the under here, so a fumble would not be the worst thing I've ever seen. Uh, yeah, you couldn't even give me that. Thanks, Buffalo. Couldn't even give me the uh, let's the go, over. Buffalo. Yeah, thirty-one to ten is absolute domination. And now, I mean, the hopes are never higher for the Buffalo Bills Mafia, right? Right, right. Well, I mean, you know, I'm even I was getting concerned a little bit about the Bills hype. You know that it was going too far, and whether they were going to start believing this stuff and, and forget to play the game. Uh, but hey, man, I mean, they, they they showed the country something that they the hype is legitimate surrounding that team, no doubt, and they, they definitely made a lot of off-season acquisitions that seemed to be working out, and their draft was phenomenal. You know what they showed? They showed one thing very simply. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> All right, let's kick off this season. Beat the Chief, picking the games in the NFL against the spread. Coming up on Sunday, just going in the order here from the uh, spreads on betus.com. Remember, you can take all your wagers to betus.com, use the promo code SPORTSOCRACY, and get a 125% deposit bonus on whatever you put in up to $2,500. The uh, line on the first game on Sunday at 1 o'clock, it's the Baltimore Ravens against Jeremy's New York Jets. <laughs> and it's Baltimore minus 7. Uh, now, I-, I need you to add the addendum onto that. It's Baltimore minus seven. Dwayne Brown is not going to play in this game. Zach Wilson is not going to play in this game. And I'll be really honest with you. The only way the Jets cover this number is if God has a really good sense of humor. Because I am not more overweight on any team in the NFL than I am the Baltimore Ravens. And it would be the jettiest thing in the history of Jetdom for me to get just demolished Betting against my own team, and we still lose. I said all that to go Ravens. Ravens. Very simply, Ravens. Yeah, I don't think you got to put a whole lot of thought into that one. No. That's so Raven. This, I couldn't oh, really? resist. Really? It, was, it to, was too easy. You had to go there. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, this is one of those uh, look at and go, this is this is one of those week one lines that you, you played this way too safe. <laughs> Yeah, Vegas, uh, we understand that games tend to stay closer in week one. They're not going to stay this much closer. No, uh, this should be Baltimore by two scores at least. Well, that's that's too high. Now, you don't really ever see I NFL know. lines get that But high. come on, mid, mid-season, would it shock you for this to be a 10-11 point spread? No, and okay. that's what it should be now. That's what it should be now. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Steven Tower, resident uh, Baltimore Ravens fan. Who will be joining us at the Village Porch on Sunday for our football spectacular. Said I'll bet you around the Jets cover. I'm going to say this again. It would be the jettiest thing we've ever done in the mm-hmm. history of Jetdom. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you have shown up against uh, good teams a couple of times in the last couple of seasons. So, maybe. I'm just but glad. I don't like your chances. You know, I'm just glad that our defending champion learned from the last time that he said Jets plus seven. Nope. Not doing it. We and the New England Patriots beat us 52-4. to four. Yep, not doing it. Not doing it. New Orleans Saints. This is another dumb line to me. New Orleans Saints are a six-point favorite against the Atlanta Falcons, who I'm not sure are going to win more than two games this year. 
complete rebuild there, right? In Atlanta. It's I mean, it's just not good. They're they're starting from scratch. You got a couple of weapons that are great. I mean, Kyle Pitts and we believe in Drake London and Cordero Patterson can do things, but you don't have a quarterback. And you don't have a defense. Good luck. Well, I'll, ta- I'll take this one, one first. Against one of the best defenses in the league, mind you. Yep. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I'm very high on the Saints D this year. Very high. I'll take this one. Okay. How about the Saints? No, that's a good one. I like <laughs> that pick. Good pick. Golf class. <laughs> yeah. Golf class. Let's go. Let's, you know what? We're on the same page. Two for two. Don't overthink it. Saints. Miami Dolphins and the New England Patriots. As, uh, the, I'm glad you you chose this one where where we had some some time to discuss mm-hmm. because me being a Jets fan that has been accused of being a traitor because I'm enjoying this Bills thing I didn't say I was rooting for the Bills okay just said I'm enjoying this all right Dave and I have become good friends uh-huh. all right I, I enjoy seeing his happiness and that does not make me a Jet traitor it does not however. It does not. There is one thing that I believe all Bills fans, all Dolphins fans, and all Jets fans can agree on. We love seeing New England sadness. <laughs> and so my question is, are you as down on the New England Patriots as the two of us are? He's talking to you, right? No, he's talking he's to He's talking you. to me? Because he knows oh, yeah. I, oh. feel, I, I oh, feel like no. Do you oh, think okay. this team is as bad as we do? Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't think New England – 500? You're higher on them than yeah. we are. Yeah. Neither one of us have them at 500. Uh, 500 tops, I, I think, on New England. They just – I have two teams in the AFC finishing with less wins than them. Yeah. And I've tried and I've tried and I've tried to do anything else, and I can't find a way to do it. No, I, I'm, yeah, I'm not seeing it either. They just, there seems to be confusion. I, I think just in great amounts of it. What? Mm-hmm. E- just their drafts, even over the last couple of years, just Bills have losing, not gone well. Bills losing a handle on everything there in New England. It is not going well. I am very high on Miami, but I'm not sure that they have it all together yet. But I think there were Buffalo was two years ago. But it doesn't matter to me, at least when it comes to this game. The spread's three and a half. And part of me wants to go New England plus the three and a half, but I'm not Is gonna. it that same part that went under and Rams pl- uh, plus the two hey, and a half last hey, night? Hey, uh, Chuckles, just chill. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it actually is. It actually is. So when my brain is telling me, you know, there may be something to this whole Bill Belichick is a great coach and can scheme things. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to go with my heart, and I'm going to go Miami minus the three and a half. So have you both taken Miami? I am taking Miami. Miami minus the three and a half. I'm right there with you in that, in the words of a, a great song from my childhood, my mind is telling me no. Mm-hmm. But my body, tell me yes. Dolphins, minus three and a half. All right. Uh, in Carolina, Bank of America Stadium, get the Cleveland Browns taking on Baker Mayfield and the Carolina Panthers. This is a pick 'em game. Which is insane to me. Uh, it's crazy to me as well, but it's that whole overreaction 
from Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett's going to be the starting quarterback, and they go, Jacoby Brissett's not good. Okay, but this is still a good team around him. And we have seen him be able to win games, right? In this league, he's been a starting quarterback. He actually has a winning record as a starter, does he not? I mean, Tim Tebow has a winning record as a starting quarterback. So I'm not sure that I would go with that as the excuse. This is real simple to me. There was a way that I was – and I'll be honest with you, I I, I weighed this one more than I weighed a lot of the other picks. Mm -hmm. If this had been a bright, bluebird, sunshiny day in Charlotte, I would have said there's a 30% chance that Carolina wins this game outright because there's a 30% chance that the line gels a little bit, enough to keep Miles Garrett off of him – the interior of the Browns line scares me defensively, and maybe you hit one. Maybe you hit DJ Moore on a crosser, and he just does what DJ Moore does. Maybe you hit Robbie Anderson over the top, whatever the case may be. And then I did that thing where you go to talk to the old meteorologist, and it's going to rain. And what happens when it rains? You deflate the football. And that plays to the Cleveland Browns. Dog pound. Taking the breath. Yep. I'm right there with you. I, I I just see them being able to run the football not 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 astonishingly well. It's not going to be, I don't think, a two hundred yard game or anything like that for Cleveland. Could be as a team uh against the Carolina Panthers. I like the Panthers defense, but you're you're just not as good as Cleveland, in my opinion. So I'm taking Cleveland. Huh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I, I, that, that, that smells that, like dissension. Uh, that had the look of someone that believes they're about to get a, a game up on us. I, it is the Baker Mayfield Bowl, but I don't think that means a lot. But I do like the pieces Carolina is putting together on defense. And I think all they have to do is stop the run and enforce Brissett to, to beat them. And I think they're capable of doing that. And I like the return of McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. I think that's, you know, you, you didn't mention that, you know, that, that they've got McCaffrey. I, I'm going with the Panthers. Okay. Our first dissension. That's right. Chief going with the Carolina Panthers. And I'm, I'm Jeremy gonna, and I both on the Cleveland Browns. And I'm going to be 100% honest with you. There probably were not four games on this schedule that he could have dissented with me that I went, oh, no. I'm on the wrong. I'm on the wrong side of this. I don't even know how I'm on the wrong side of this, but I am. Every single week, he gets me on one of these, where I wanted to do it, but it just, I kept saying it out loud and it didn't make sense. Then he does it. Then he gets it right. Now I'm down again. Mm-hmm. You think this is the one? It very well could be. You are in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville, ninety-two point nine FM, eight eighty AM, and fourteen hundred. We got a big battle in the AFC North between the Cincinnati Bengals. And the rebuilding? No. Pittsburgh Steelers. We'll talk about that up next. When I finally drove the old car into the grave, I knew there was only one place I was going to go. Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville, home of the family plan. And yes, they treat you like family. I went in, told them what I was looking for, told them my budget, and in no time, I was signing the paperwork on my certified pre-owned vehicle. 
They have the area's largest selection on quality pre-owned vehicles and certified Nissans. They go through a 167-point inspection, so you know it's not going to let you down. They gave me the Carfax report, so I know the history of my vehicle. And the Fred Anderson family plan gives me things like oil changes and car washes and loaner cars if I have to have major work done on the car in the future. For me, buying a car has always been an intimidating thought. But the folks at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville made it super easy. Don't be like me. Don't wait till the last minute to get a deal done. Go to AndersonNissan.com or stop by the showroom at 629 Brevard Road. And don't forget to mention we sent you from the Sportsocracy and get a $250 bonus on your trade-in at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. At Ingalls, whether we're celebrating Friday Night Rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the Fan Fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park, it's all in the bag. Ingles, low prices, love the savings. We are back in the Ingles studio on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. The sportsocracy heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Asheville Police Chief David Zach joining us for our first Beat the Chief of the 2022 season, brought to you by Clarissa Zach of exp realty uh check her out at clarissa sells wnc.com and uh, for, I, I again have... congratulations on the nuptials but we i'm surprised we didn't bring this up first when you came into the studio i don't know that there might be another person on the planet that rocks a blue suit like chief david zach uh, there, that was a banger of a suit. There did were, you like that? I did. There, there were multiple questions uh, in the YouTube comments if you were actively rocking the blue suit again. It was a fire suit. As somebody it saw it up close, it was a fire suit. It was awesome. When, when I saw the pictures, I was like, oh, she looks so beautiful in her wedding. What is that he's wearing? <laughs> that is awesome. Did you Now, did you see on food the cuffs? The cu- on, I, on the, I think on, I missed on the cuffs. Shirt. He had the he had Go Bills, Go Bills embroidered, embroidered on his cuffs. Into the cuffs. That is great. Oh yeah, it, it was it was as good of an ensemble as you will ever see. <laughs> that is awesome. All right, no, there you go. Uh, that is the wedding suit of the century. I, I also have to shout out the uh, the the entire Zach family. <laughs> I, I, first of all, they need to make more pilgrimages down here because I feel very sure after spending a, an evening with a beverage or two that we, we could have just a, just a whale of a good time. <laughs> and they felt the same. They felt the same. Papa Zach and, and I sat around a, a campfire talking for an extended period of time. A good time was had by all. There it's you go. Factually accurate. There you go. And the like, cornhole was quite competitive. Uh, f- yes, uh, Chief Zach is a. Uh, is he a ringer? He's a, he's a ringer. Yeah. He's a ringer. He's a ringer. Okay. HWA and I tried to take him down. It didn't work. Mm. Now HWA had also tried to contend with me with uh, in Miller Lights, and that was not going. Uh, according <laughs> to so not so good with the beer, but she can pound tequila. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You start, you bring out the you bring out the Cuervo, and uh, you should hide under a table <laughs> to get away from her. All right, continuing to pick the games uh, for the first week of the NFL action. We only have one disagreement so far. Chief Zach taking the hometown Carolina Panthers to win the opener in the pick'em against the Cleveland Browns. Jeremy and I both on the Browns to win that game up in uh, 
Up in the AFC North, the Cincinnati Bengals, obviously coming off the Super Bowl run of last year, taking on Mitchell Trubisky and the Pittsburgh Steelers. And they are a six and a half point favorite, are the Bengals. It's that hook. Say the hook. If it went to seven, I would get a little leery. But it's not. And I believe more in this Steelers team, uh, but not this week. Mm -hmm. Bengals, minus six and a half. All right. Uh, Yeah, the hook uh, always brings you back, as John Popper once said. But not this time. Because I look at this one and I go, this this should be higher. This should be a nine-point spread, probably, to me. So I'm taking Cincinnati to cover the six and a half. I get the Pittsburgh's got a good defense. I just I can't believe in what you're going to throw out there on offense with Mitchell Trubisky. I'm not as down on Trubisky. Neither am I. Well, he's a former Bill, of course not. Eh, he's he's <laughs> he's, uh, he's really a bear. But um, no, I think I think the Steelers will be improved. I think they'll improve on last year's record. But yeah, this is Cincinnati. And I just don't see this being their week. So I'm with you guys on, on Cincinnati. Yeah, I think it'll be rough coming out of the gate, especially against one of the teams that we expect to make a deep run in the playoffs again this year. Everybody on Cincinnati, minus the six and a half. The San Francisco 49ers go to Chicago to take on the Bears. And despite the spread, seven points. Really? It's all you could come up with in week one. I trust gas station sashimi more than I trust the Chicago Bears. This should be quick. San Francisco. San Francisco. Not close. Uh, I, I also want nothing from this game. If you're a fantasy player, if you're whatever the case may be, just write down 49ers minus seven and move along. There's plenty other things to like this week. It's going to be raining, it's going to be gross. If you, I'll put it this way. If you're not a fan of the Bears or the 49ers and you spend more than 180 seconds watching this game, you need to have an introspective look at your life because <laughs> I, I'm going to need a very detailed explanation of why. Especially when there's going to be so many other games uh, going on in that 1 o'clock slate. Everybody's on San Francisco. Not a lot of disagreement so far this week. The Philadelphia Eagles take on the Detroit Lions. And the Eagles, a whole lot of hype with that team. Detroit, they're going to be better this year, but can they can they hang in there with Jalen Hurts and the Eagles? The Eagles are a four-and-a-half-point favorite. What do you think, Chief Zach, about the the Detroit Lions? I know I, I, they, they were, a, they were a sneaky of... pick for a couple of times for both of us last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think I lost every time I picked them. But yeah, they, were, they yeah. kept a lot of games close. They they kept a lot of games close. Yep. And yeah, I think their their attitude uh identifies with their head coach there. Yep. And and they play hard. But I like the Eagles to win the NFC East this year. And I like Jalen Hurts. And I just think there's a little too much firepower uh for those plucky Lions. Yep. So I'm I'm going with the Eagles. All right. He's got Eagles minus the four and a half. I so want to be contrarian here, but I can't. I just can't. Because I think it's a touchdown. Like, if you'd have given me seven and a half, maybe I'd have gone Detroit plus seven and a half. So, but you're, so you're going Philadelphia. i got to go Philadelphia. So you're going Philadelphia. Yeah, got to. I had this game since it's 
in Detroit. Mm-hmm. We've talked about this offense. A lot of new pieces on this Philadelphia Eagles team. Mm-hmm. This is my sneaky, low-key, it-could-be-an-upset. I'm not calling for the upset. I'm just going to say Lions plus four and a half. Ooh. This is one of those times that the money is on Detroit, the tickets are on Philadelphia, and that screams to me that the people that I dine and enjoy libations with are probably on the Lions. Lions. Wow. I think it's a field goal game. I think Philadelphia kicks field goal. This will be the game that in the in the early window, you go through the entire three hours, you don't really pay a ton of attention to it, and then with about five minutes left in the fourth quarter, the blowouts are done, and now you're just kind of collecting your thoughts of where you're at, and you look up and go, holy smoke, the Lions are tied with the Eagles. Right. There's four minutes to go in the fourth quarter, and this is a tie ball game. I just can't see it happening. Detroit, yes, they have the offense, but I I think I look at that Philadelphia defense and go, this is going to be scary. And it's going to be scary right out the gate. Just remember, signal caller on the defense, interior defensive linemen, rookies at positions that tend to take a minute to figure out. Just remember that I said that. All right, we will mark that down. Our second uh, dissension of the day, Jeremy's on Detroit, Chief and I on the Philadelphia Eagles to cover the four and a half. The Indianapolis Colts take on the Houston Texans. Indianapolis a seven-point favorite. Jeremy? You know how I feel about Damian Pierce. Uh-huh. You also know how I feel about Lovey Smith. Mm-hmm. I will never figure out how a guy is 30 games below 500 at the University of Illinois and somehow winds up as a head coach in the NFL. Colts. Chief? I, I, I can't disagree with any of that. Colts. Taking the Colts. Taylor has a huge game. Yeah, everybody's taking the Colts. We're all on the Colts. I, I feel like I said this earlier in the week, and I'm going to stick by it. I feel like this plays exactly how the, the latter game of last year played. For two quarters, it's super close. Mm-hmm. And then they make a mistake defensively, and there goes Jonathan Taylor for a 70-yard run. And you never feel like Indianapolis is just dominating them, but it's a 14-point spread for two and a half quarters. Mm-hmm. And they never look back after and the they big they never play. look back. Gotcha. Uh, I don't think it's going to be – I don't think it's going to be close from the start. You know, Davis Mills is fine. Brandon Cooks, I like him. Tyler Johnson, former Buck, I think he's going to do good things in this offense, but not – having only been on the team for a week i can i i feel like this is going to be a blowout from the from the get-go and i don't think houston will ever keep up i'm not a believer in mills either i'm going to need to see a a lot more before i start taking Houston. yeah i you know aside from the fact that the the kid could probably use a scar for a turtleneck other than that you know a decent football player The Jacksonville Jaguars will take on the Washington Commanders. We'll pick that game. Coming up next here on ESPN Asheville. Real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Marshall with EXP Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. 
I will work hard for you, and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. Roots and Wings. The two greatest gifts any parent can give their kid. But when it's time for them to head off to college, there's also groceries, laundry detergent, notebook paper, ironing instructions, and futons that assemble with parts left over. At Ingalls, we have all the comforts of home right around the corner. We know that life's biggest steps are best taken with faith and trust in the ones you love the most. Ingalls, all the ingredients for family. Are you ready to tackle your banking needs? Home Trust Bank's team of expert advisors and lenders want to be your teammate. We want to hear your story, learn your aspirations, and assist you with financial needs and provide options that are tailored to you. With a wide range of personal, mortgage, and commercial services, you will discover all your banking needs under one roof with a local and personalized touch at Home Trust Bank. Score big with Home Trust Bank. Ready for what's next. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Welcome back into the Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. We are live in the Ingalls studio, and we are playing Beat the Chief with Asheville Police Chief David Zach, as we do every Friday of the NFL season, picking each and every one of the games against the spread. Beat the Chief, always brought to you by Clarissa Zach of EXP Realty. Check her out at ClarissaSellsWNC.com. Only, uh, only two dissensions so far we've got the chief taking the cleveland browns or excuse me taking the carolina panthers in the pick'em with the cleveland browns and then jeremy is the odd man out on the philadelphia dallas game philadelphia Philadelphia Detroit. detroit game taking detroit plus the four and a half against the eagles and we got the washington commanders as a two and a half point favorite against the jacksonville jaguars and I, I think it's dumb. I do think it's dumb. I'm taking the underdog. I like the Jacksonville Jaguars. Plus two and a half. Look, I would have liked a little bit more of a spread on that game. Give me a three and a half, but uh, you know what? I'll take the plus two and a half. I think I think the Jaguars will win it outright. I'm not a believer in the commanders. Uh, Chief Zach, I'll, I'll let you go because I, uh, I have teased all week that I have a dedicated lean on this game. I mean, the, the Jags are so hard to gauge just because of the coaching situation last year. And I do believe in Trevor Lawrence, and I believe he takes a big step forward this year. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, just the, the whole Meyer experiment was just such a disaster. So I, I don't think they were as bad as they, they are. And um, I, I actually like the Jags in this one, too. Okay. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> The Jacksonville Jaguars have changed everything but the upholstery on the seats in their office. Carson Wentz is historically undervalued, but he loves to beat up on bad teams. Mm -hmm. Now, I agree with everything you said. I believe the Jaguars take a step forward. I believe the talent is better. I believe it is a very tall ask to ask them to go on the road in a one o'clock game against a talented commander's team that's going to be able to throw. 
and I'm not nearly as worried about Antonio Gibson as everybody else is. Mm-hmm. This is my favorite pick of the week. Commanders, minus two and a half. Okay. How bad do you think it gets? I don't think it's going to be bad. Okay. Look, NFL lines, it is really hard to pick NFL games. You have a lot of eyes on this. You have a lot of sharp handicappers. You don't catch a lot of numbers <clears throat> like I'll be throwing out at the end of this hour that you get in college games. Mm-hmm. This is the only one where my initial line was more than a field goal off what Vegas gave us. And those are the ones that I will just hammer mercilessly. Asking a lot of a really young team. First game together, it's a very tall order to go on the road and win in the NFL. Especially with a team that I don't actually think you're better than. I think these two teams are very equal. I'm catching less than a field goal at home. To me, that is a hammer spot. All right, Chief and I are on the Jacksonville Jaguars to pull the upset plus two and a half. Do you think that they win it outright? No. No, no he I does not. He does not. He thinks they cover. I think they win it outright. Jeremy is on the Commanders to cover at home, minus the two and a half. The Kansas City Chiefs take on the Arizona Cardinals. And Kansas City is a six-point favorite. Keep in mind... This is obviously a Cardinals team that has a lot of drama surrounding it with their quarterback situation with Kyler Murray. DeAndre Hopkins is not going to play. He is suspended for the first six games of the season. They do have Marquise Brown. Take that for what you want, but there will be no Rondale Moore in this game. So that means you got Marquise Brown, A.J. Green, and Zacherts. If you're playing uh, DFS, if you're in the battle for the belt, Zach Ertz, a uh, guy that I'm just hammered on, mm-hmm. he will be popular. But you could do markedly worse. Right. Jeremy, you want to you, you wanna break the ice on this one? Absolutely, because this one ain't hard at all. Kansas City. Kansas City's a better team. Kansas City's heard all of the slights all year long. There is nobody in that Arizona secondary that scares me, even just a modicum of a tiny little itty-bitty amount. Somebody for Kansas City. I'm going to make a sweeping declaration here. Some receiver for Kansas City is the wide receiver in the millionaire that blows everything up and you either had him or you didn't win. Who it is? Good question. I think it's Juju Smith-Schuster. Somebody is going to dominate them. Because I think Scott Moore is going to play predominantly out of the slot because he's running as the three. Mm Mm-hmm. Which tells me Juju and Miko Hardman are probably on the outside. I want to stay away from Byron Murphy. It's the other two that I want to pick on. So whoever you think runs on the outside, somebody's going to hit a big old big one and might hit two of them. Yeah, and I don't know that I would bet on Sky Moore being the the breakout guy in his first NFL game. It's hard for me to think it's going to be a rookie. Right. Miko Hardman's probably the the low key jump on that. That's it's going to be better than you think. I mean, look, Patrick Mahomes said it earlier this week. Uh, fantasy owners with the Kansas City Chiefs this year, you, your best guess is as good as his because he says it's every, every week it's going to be a different guy. We don't, we don't have that guy anymore. We, it's not just going to be either Travis or Tyreek. Some weeks it'll be Travis. Some weeks it'll be Sky Moore. Some weeks it'll be Miko Hardman. They're going to spread the ball around a lot. I like Kansas City to cover the six as well. So that's a full sweep. Everybody on the Kansas City Chiefs. In the four o'clock slate of games, 
The Las Vegas Raiders take on the Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers are a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Chief, we'll let you break the ice on this one. I think this is going to be one of the best games of the week. I agree. I, really I think this is the best this game, game of the week. Yeah, without, I thought it was going to be Bills-Rams. I just didn't realize the <laughs> Bills were going to embarrass the Rams that way. But, uh, no, this is, this is going to be a fun game to watch. This is definitely uh, must-see TV. But I, I, I think if it was... If the Raiders were at home, I'd feel much better. Mm-hmm. But I think the Chargers at home, the Chargers are taking another huge step forward this year. And I mean, and now the defense. Um, I think AFC Championship is going to be the Bills and Chargers. Yep. You know, and uh, so I like the Chargers here. Okay. Taking the Chargers to cover the three and a half at home. I'm taking the Las Vegas Raiders. I look at this game and I go, the Chargers are going to win. But I think it's only a field goal game. You're giving me the hook and I'm going to take it. I'll take Las Vegas plus the three and a half. I think it's going to be close throughout the entire game. It'll come down to the last second field goal. And hey, um, what's the the kicker's name? Daniel Carlson. Daniel Carlson, that's it. Give me Daniel Carlson for the game winner. Oh, there is nothing that I hate more than when you literally say exactly what I'm thinking. (laughs) Because that tells me, oh, good Lord, I'm on the wrong side of this. I agree with everything you just said, except for one thing. Okay. I do think there is a field goal at the end to win this. I just think it's the Chargers. I'm going to take the Raiders to cover and... Go, Chargers, go to win. Nice. All right. So you'll I take, do think that's the best game of the weekend. So you're taking Vegas plus the three and a half. I'm taking Vegas plus the three and a half. I think this game is tied late and a, a late drive by Herbert. I, this is one of those games that I have it so it, it's so detailed in my brain of exactly how this goes that it. Almost invariably won't go that way. It would be a perfect scenario, though, I mean, for the Chargers doubters out there if it unfolds the way you say. Because what have they been knocked for time and time and time again? Losing close games. Right, not winning close games, not being able to close it out at the end. So maybe that's the, 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 the stance there. Green Bay takes on Minnesota. In Minnesota... And Green Bay is a one-point favorite on the road at the Vikings. Week one did not go the Green Bay Packers way last year. We all remember the opener and the overreactions that happened after they got beat by the New Orleans Saints. Part of me me believes that's not going to happen again. That there will not be a week one letdown for the Green Bay Packers, despite the fact that in our original prognostications at the when the schedule came out, Jeremy and I both had Green Bay losing this game to Minnesota. I just don't know. The more and more I've studied on that defense, the more and more I go, Minnesota's going to be able to score, but I don't know if you're going to be able to stop Green Bay. The running game will be the difference for Green Bay. You, you, you remember... That thing I said about Washington-Jacksonville was the only game that was 
over a field goal from my line to what the actual line is, mm-hmm. there was another one that was exactly a field goal, and it was this one. Yep. I don't think this is that hard. Go, Pack, go. I think you have a better defense. You've got a lot of pieces on that Vikings defense that are playing a 3-4 for the first time. I like the Vikings. I think they're a playoff team. I also look at Aaron Rodgers and go, you've been toying with us all offseason long, which makes me think you're about to go on a tour that looks very similar to the last two years, and you want to prove it doesn't matter who my receivers are. One of my favorite plays of uh, of the week, just looking at how the matchups break down, Romeo Dubs. Romeo Dubs. Who's he going to be matched up on? Patrick Peterson probably takes Sammy Watkins. I, it, it's either going to be Andrew Booth or, or Patrick Peterson. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure that I care. Andrew Booth can play with the speed of Sammy Watkins. I just think Dubs is going to be the one that he winds up with a stat line, something like seven for 78 and a touchdown. And at $3,000 on DraftKings is a great value. There you go. All right, Chief, what do you think? Green Bay minus one? Are you taking Minnesota to pull the upset? I do like the Packers, D. This might be the best D he's had in his his career in Green Bay. I don't know. Oh, I would say so. Uh, Yeah. I would probably say so. You know, the so. secondary is definitely better than those heyday years when they right. won the Super Bowl with Clay Matthews. Right, but I just yeah, I think I think their D is going to be just. I I do like the Vikings this year, although I liked them last year and the year before too, and that didn't work out too well for me. Because <laughs> um, I think I think Cousins takes too much abuse, but I do I do think I do like the Packers D, and uh, I think I think they take this one. Okay. All right, Packers minus the one across the board. Last game in the day slate, and then we'll pick the primetime games coming up in the next segment. Tennessee Titans, six-point favorite against the New York Giants. I'm taking Tennessee to cover, and it's not close. I'm just not going to believe in the New York Giants. you got to put something on the field to, to show me that you have changed. This one is so much harder to me than uh, – see, for me, if if there's one that I look at and go, easy, Titans, I didn't think about it all that much. Mm-hmm. This game does not play into that. All right, let me just – I, I want to verify that you, what your line is. You got it at five and a half. It's a six. Six. On bet us. Okay. New York Giants. New York Giants Titans six. Titans win. Giants covered. Okay. Expecting a close one. Week one, you catch way more close games. I don't like giving up big numbers. And I just think it's slugfest. I could easily see this game ending up 17-13. It wouldn't shock me in the least. Chief Zach? I'm going to go with Jeremy on this one. I, right. The Brian Dable Darrell begins. Yep. Can, can Dable do a, at least a little bit of what he did with Josh Allen with Jones? Uh, I think he can. And I think it's a big comeback year for Barkley, too. I do, too. I love Saquon this year. I, I think so, and I think that's going to be the difference, and that'll at least keep it close. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I thought six was too much in this game, so I like the Giants. Okay. All right. I got Tennessee by a full touchdown, so I'll take Tennessee minus the six. And you guys on the Giants plus the six. Titans win. Giants cover. Against Derrick Henry. All right. We got the primetime games, the picks. Coming up next, as well as more bangers from Jeremy Green. 
At Ingalls, whether we're celebrating Friday Night Rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the Fan Fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park, it's all in the bag. Ingalls, low prices, love the savings. Black Mountain, get ready to rock. Dark City Rock Fest, presented by Elite Events and Promotions, is coming to Silverado's. Saturday, September 17th, starring Saving Abel. $20 in advance, 25-day of show. And a portion of the proceeds will go to United Way, Dark City Rock Fest, with Saving Abel. Saturday, September 17th, at SilveradosWNC.com. Call feast for closers home. Get them the money. Then when you get the money, you get the power. That watch costs more than your car. Then when you get the power, then you get the work. It's a little bit different way to do five on it. Last week, you know, it didn't quite go exactly how I wanted it to. Started with a $500 bankroll, had two winners, had two losers, and Illinois piddled in my punch bowl. So we're sitting at $443.18 of our original $500 bankroll. I will be giving out more picks on the social media if you're looking for where I'm feeling great or I'm not feeling so good. Those will be on social media later. But I have a five-way parlay. I actually have five on it. And if this hits, we'll pay you $577.36. Wow. Pittsburgh Panthers money line, Liberty Flames money line, Virginia, Houston, Baylor, all five dogs, all five outright winners. Parlay them together. Five-team parlay. Five on it. $577.36. Let's go. Wow. Dogs, baby. All the dogs. Going for that big money, not putting a whole lot at risk. Nope. I like that. Nope. Low-key, little parlay. All you got to do is hit one of them. And those are five dogs, low dog, small dogs, almost all within a field goal. And I think all five went out right. Again, money line wagers on Pittsburgh, Liberty, Virginia, Houston, and Baylor coming up tomorrow. You can take those wagers over to bedhouse.com. Use the promo code SPORTSOCRACY. Get a 125% deposit bonus on whatever you decide to put into your account up to $2,500. They will give you 125% of what you put in. Incredible deal. SPORTSOCRACY is the promo code at bedhouse.com. We are playing Beat the Chief with Asheville Police Chief David Zach. Brought to you by Clarissa Zach of EXP Realty. Go to ClarissaSellsWNC.com if you need to sell or buy a home. we got the primetime games left to pick. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers take on the Dallas Cowboys down in Jerry World on Sunday Night Football. It's a two-and-a-half point spread. Tampa Bay minus two-and-a-half. I... You guys know where I'm going on this one. Of course you are. Hashtag no homer. Hey, you give me less than a field goal favorite going up against Dallas, that is not a good defense. There will be problems, don't get me wrong, for the offensive line trying to keep Micah Parsons off of Tom Brady's back. But I still like that offense way too much. And I think Tom Brady is, as you were talking earlier about one of the teams, the, the Kansas City Chiefs have heard all of the talk. Tom Brady's heard all of the talk as well. Nobody in the game has ever been as good at Tom Brady of shutting off everything else and being ready to go when the ball is kicked off. And I think that's only going to happen this year. He's going to be out to make a statement. There's no doubt in my mind. I have talked smack about your bucks, and this is where it comes home to 
not roost. Tampa Bay. Easy. <laughs> Blowout won't be close. You're going to see how bad Dallas is. All right, Chief Zach, where do you land? I'm go I don't think it's a blowout, but I'm I'm going with Tampa as well. All right. Everybody's on Tampa minus the two and a half on Sunday night football and then Monday night football, the return of Russell Wilson to Seattle. Seattle is god awful. Denver not so much. It's a six and a half point spread though. Is that too much for week one, Jeremy? It's not too much for me. I just, Seattle's going to struggle to score. I think Dow, or Denver is out to prove a point, and this is good. How in the world did we end up with this as the Monday night game? Like, such a great week. Oh, it's so fun. I'm so glad football's back. It's <laughs> a great way to end the week. Thanks for that. It works out perfect for me because you'll get all of the narrative setting of Russ's return, and then I can go to bed because it's going to be over in 10 minutes. I I agree with that. I mean, Denver's just got too many weapons. And again, yeah, I, I, what you guys are seeing too. I don't see how Seattle scores. I mean, I just I think that's the game. Yep. And uh, I was actually surprised. I thought the line would be a little bit higher on this one. So all right, our first week of beat the chief is in the books. Only a few disagreements this week, but let's plant our flags now. You guys are out to beat the champ, and I don't know if you're going to be able to do it this year. Oh, God, he's going to be insufferable and finish 30 <laughs> games behind him. No, it's all right. After I go 0-3 this week, it'll be back to normal. You are in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. He's a degenerate gambler. You are a smelly pirate hooker. And he's cheaper than oxygen. He's useless. But somehow, they make it work. Jeremy Green. Tank Spencer. There's no holding back in the sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets and Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. Oh, it's the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. We are heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Yes, take us with you everywhere you go. You can see us on YouTube. Go to thesportsocracy.com. Click on that live video link. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel. And, yes, today is, uh, well, it's the last day unless you take the extra option that Jeremy has posted only on the Facebook, and he's not going to share that with you on the air. you got to go to the Facebook to be able to see how you can extend your deadline to get into the battle for the belt. Be Beer City's best fantasy football player. $20 donation to Eblen Charity St. Nicholas Project. Get you into the year-long DFS contest. End of the year, whoever has the most points after 18 weeks, you will be crowned the champion. You will get the custom championship sportsocracy Beer City Fantasy Football belt and the wonderful prize pack that we have put together for you worth over $1,000. So I, I never said that I wasn't going to say it. Oh, I, you, I, you I alluded just, to that. Well, here's the thing. It's been a busy two hours. All right. We've, there's been a lot of things. There's a lot of things moving. It's just Pat and Larry up in here. And we still got bangers at the end of the hour. Yes, we do. So the the owner of WNC Auto Detailing, as I said, close friend. We want more people in the DFS contest. So he and I have agreed that for anybody that signs up to be exclusively in the DraftKings contest between right now, 5 o'clock, and kickoff Sunday, we're going to match your donation to Eblen. Nice. He and I are going to team up, and we're going to split it. Uh, so your twenty dollar donation will go in, and as we were, both of us were already making a donation anyway. 
We're like, all right, so we got that much allocated. All right, we want to get a few more people. So the two of us together are going to match your entry into the battle for the belts. So it'll be a $40 donation. You're only out 20. You're in the contest. Let's roll. There you go. And again, uh, Eblen Charity St. Nicholas Project is the beneficiary of our fantasy football competition. Be Beer City's best fantasy football player. Just click on the link in the description of the YouTube video. You can also find the link on all of our social medias. $20 to Eblen Charity St. Nicholas Project gets you in. And from right now until kickoff on Sunday, if you join solely for the DFS contest, there is going to be a match to your donation. So doubling up the benefit to Eblen Charities. Love the idea. Good on you and Will for coming up with that. Um, and if you need anything done to your car, WNC Auto Detailing. They do great work. Absolutely. I still got I, I, I still got to book mine. I, w- I want to get them to do all of the wonderful things, the ceramic coating and all of that, just to see what see what the new car can how the new car can really shine uh and patrick holt just you know, patrick holt's just the, the best he threw in another entry uh he's already in threw in another entry he's our first one will and i will be matching that as well awesome. in the youtube chat you guys are just the best you're just the best just the best uh all right it is the third hour of the program and as always we kick it off with the daily draft, Jeremy and I pit our pit our wits against each other to see who can come up with the best list of whatever it is that day. We've been doing players, we've been doing games, we've done breakfast cereals, all kinds of things. All kinds of things. Today we're going to do college football. Tomorrow's a big day in college football despite the fact that yes, we have a whole lot of cupcake games. There's Georgia, a lot of Charleston Southern NC State, right, Southern Georgia, Utah, Sanford. Utah. All of those, but there are some really good games. That doesn't mean we don't have a quality set of bangers that would be great television watching. You want to great in stadium watching. You want to hang on for the end of the program as well to get all of Jeremy's fourteen underdogs that he's going to roll out for you this week in the final segment. We've already thrown out five. I got nine more. All of them this week. The bangers are all dogs. And that means speed of lightning, roar of thunder. Oh, yeah. My favorite it, part of the weekend. It may mean that on camera, I actually actively have some kind of infarction and drop out in the floor. All right, daily draft. Who's got the number one pick? Uh, that would be me because I absolutely eviscerated you in the DFS thing yesterday. Uh, yeah. It's okay. You'll get better. Yeah. It's okay. You'll get better. <laughs> but I'm not, to be really honest with you, I'm not sure that first pick is actually an advantage this week. Mm-hmm. Because I, I have to take this game just because, just on the off chance that it stays really close. Because if this game stays really close, you're going to see something you have probably not seen since the Mac Brown days at, at Texas. I think this team is better than everybody else does. I'm not telling you they're going to win. But I could see this being an electric atmosphere. I've said it all week long. This the Alabama makeup that we have right now has a history of not covering big numbers on the road. I'm not saying they win. Mm-hmm. My first pick, Alabama, Texas. Alabama, Texas. It it's is where all the game days are. It's where I would be if I had the choice. It is the game of the week. I am glad that you had first pick in this one because that was going to have to be the number one pick. It's the headline game of the weekend. 
But there are also two games that I just, I mean, I'm not even fans of these teams, and I feel like I would kill for tickets to go to to both of them. The first one, I'm going to throw it out there. It's Tennessee and Pittsburgh. Tennessee's got a high-powered offense. Pittsburgh has an absolutely terrifying defense. And I have picked Tennessee, and it makes me feel sick to my stomach that I did it. But I just think the offensive firepower is going to be a little too much. There were times against West Virginia where I thought, you know, Pittsburgh could do a little bit better defensively. Now, they ended up winning the game, but I think Tennessee is leaps and bounds better than West Virginia. And I don't think that you're going to be able to I don't. I just don't. Think, I don't see this being the close game that that was last week. But it's still going to be a hell of an atmosphere in Pittsburgh, and I. I would love to be able to go to this game. I did not necessarily think you were going to do that that quick, which means there's going to be a game that falls right back in my lap that I'm very happy about. Maybe so, but it's not going to be the other game that I'm so hyped up about. And we picked this one earlier uh, with. Keenan Nesbitt of the Buncombe County Sheriff's Office. It is Baylor and BYU. It's two top 25 teams going at it. Obviously, you know, we have talked a lot about BYU in the past, the little upstart team. I don't think they're an upstart team anymore. I I fully believe that this is a hell of a program. They have a great coach. I just don't think that they're going to get it done this week against Baylor. But Baylor-BYU, I think it's going to be a bloody matchup between the two of them. I, I think that's a good one. That is the one that I was, I, frankly, I was perfectly okay with you taking. Mm-hmm. I know which one you're taking next. Oh, no doubt. I, I've been on this all week long. If you remember the last time that I had a North Carolina-based team and I was absolutely dead in the wool that the number was stupid. It was the fighting Mike Houston of East Carolina. Well, it's not the fight in Mike Houston's this week. This week, the team played North Carolina. Appalachian State travels to Kyle Field. I cannot wrap my brain around this number. Mm-hmm. Texas A&M is a 19-point favorite is one of the most ridiculously stupid things I think I've ever seen. Agreed. I'm not saying they're not good defensively. They are. I also am not sure that they're even decent offensively. If Max Johnson was the starting quarterback of Texas A&M and I had seen actual legitimate D1-level play out of him, I probably would not be so convinced of this. I With Haynes King, I haven't seen that. I saw him against Sam Houston State make some of the most unbelievable poor decisions. And I don't actually think Appalachian State's that bad defensively. Carolina's that good. Maybe I'm too close to it. Maybe I'm looking at this the wrong way. My second pick's... Appalachian State, Texas A&M. That is surprising to me. Is it? I, I mean, I get, you know, Kyle Field is a is a great place to see a football Electric. game. But do you? I mean, I mean, okay. So I have to I have to say it this way: to to want to be at this game, you got to believe that App's got a real shot at pulling the upset. I just can't get there. I mean, I get you doubt Jimbo Fisher. What am I supposed to like? Be honest with me. What am I supposed to like? I watched this team play an FCS school a week ago. Mm -hmm. Could score. Could not score. I have no doubts that Appalachian State can score. I just watched them put up 61 points. Mm -hmm. 
I didn't say it was the greatest defense in the world. Not saying any of those things. Mm-hmm. This is a 19-point spread. Oh, Let me I, give you a point I'm, of comparison. I'm with you. The spread's stupid. Notre Dame is a 20-and-a-half-point favorite against Marshall in South Bend. Mm-hmm. It's insanity. It's insanity to me. And I, look, I've been notoriously down on Texas A&M. You know who else is notoriously down on Texas A&M? Vegas. They say the same thing I do. You can't score. That's what Jimbo Fisher's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And so I look at this and go, there is no part of me that doesn't believe Texas A&M's looking past this game. No part of me. Did you agree? Oh, yeah. I mean, they got Miami next week. Mm-hmm. And that's this is the stereotypical trap game. You're playing a group of five in your building that just gave up a bajillion D points ahead of what will be the game of the week next week. This has trap written. It's written over it so aggressively that I feel like it's yelling at me. Mm -hmm. I do think Appalachian State can pull this upset. I'm not picking them to do it. I think they, it probably comes down to a late possession and, and either app turns the ball over they were not tremendously disciplined last week against Carolina. I don't know that that's going to change because you were at home there. You're on the road. I get why the number is so aggressive. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's that we're this close to app. That's why I see this the way I do. I think they have a legitimate shot to pull the upset. Okay. All right. And then, well, you know, it's pretty notorious for me to uh, take a a minute to regroup here on the turn. And that's exactly what I'm going to do. You're in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville, the Daily Draft, where we pick the best college locales of the weekend. Up next. Roots and wings. The two greatest gifts any parent can give their kid. But when it's time for them to head off to college, there's also groceries, laundry detergent, notebook paper, ironing instructions, and futons that assemble with parts left over. At Ingalls, we have all the comforts of home right around the corner. We know that life's biggest steps are best taken with faith and trust in the ones you love the most. Ingalls, all the ingredients for family. Since man created roads, they've been looking for ways to get off-road and vehicles to take them there. That's where Outlaw Off-Road comes in. A premier off-road center for Jeeps, trucks, and SUVs with a complete lineup of off-road and overland services, including maintenance and repair to make your vehicle all that it can be. Check out their location right here in Western North Carolina at 85 Avery Creek Road. Call them today at 828-974-8480 or visit them on the web at theoutlawoffroad.com. I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I am Clarissa Marshall with eXp Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. The Sportsocracy. You two are just dumber than a bag of hammers. And we are back in the Ingalls studio on ESPN Asheville. It is the Daily Draft. We've got four picks already in the books. 
for the best places to go catch a game this weekend in college football. You know, if uh, if we had all the money in the world, we might be able to make some of these games. But, you know, where would we put ourselves if money was no object, travel was no object? Jeremy goes with Alabama and Texas to start it out. I followed that up with UT at Pitt, Baylor at BYU, and then he's got Appalachian, who could pull the upset at a top 10 Texas A&M team. And then there's one more that's just abundantly obvious. Mm-hmm. I'm going to the Swamp. Yep. Which is, by the way, I, I saw somebody trended on Twitter for saying this exact same thing. It's the most overrated place on the planet Earth. Now, granted, I've always come in wearing the garb of the team that you're playing against. So the fact that I think it's an armpit probably is maybe a little biased. So you have been to the Swamp. I have been to the Swamp, and it is an absolute armpit. Everybody talks about how close you are to the field. That's not inaccurate. You're also – you've been a large guy. Mm -hmm. Have you ever been on an airplane where you feel like you should have bought two seats? Yes. That's how every seat at Ben Hill Griffin is. Now, I'm also usually – the two times I've ever been, I've been wearing Florida State stuff. So, obviously, I was not particularly well-liked. I get it. But not a great place, in my opinion, to watch a game. But this this is one of the games of the weekend. Kentucky, Florida. Mm -hmm. Man. I really wanted that one. Well, in the words of the great Lou Holtz, you should have acted quicker. (laughs) Possibly. Uh, Possibly I should have. Um you know, this is this is going to sound weird. This might sound a little mean as well. I have a feeling I know exactly what this is. But I think I want to go to the rivalry game of the week. The rivalry game of the week is the battle for the Cyhawk Trophy. Which is the stupidest name. I uh, Why is that stupid? The Cyhawk. What is a Cyhawk? That, that, that's not What's a thing. What's the Cyclones? And the Hawkeyes. Don't abbreviate The Cyhawk Trophy. Don't, don't, don't. Okay, just don't do that. Iowa last week could not play dead in a Western, as Jeremy likes to say, on offense. And that was against a much lesser opponent. Now you're talking about taking on Iowa State, who they're not great. They lost a lot. They Right. There's no more Brock Purdy. There's no more Brees Hall. They lost a lot. The only returning player on that team that even would ring a bell is uh, who? Will McDonald? Yes. But I don't think I care. In a rivalry game that is always very heated, you may catch some, you know, you may catch some Iowa fans crying at the end of this one after their offense goes for less than 140 yards like they did last week. But I think I I think I got to be there for this one, Iowa Iowa State, and then I think I want to I think I want a little uh, experience a little bit more of this Mike Houston fever. Look at you! I'm just saying, East Carolina gave NC State all they could handle last week, and this is another big game as they'll be taking on Old Dominion at home at Dowdy Ficklin. Old Dominion's on a high coming off of that win over Virginia Tech last week. 
They could get smacked in the mouth by East Carolina. I didn't believe it. I didn't believe that East Carolina would even be competitive with NC State last Should have beaten them. Should have beaten them. Absolutely. So maybe there's something to this East Carolina team. But that to me looks like one of the next best places to be on Saturday. Well, you left me what I feel to be the the next logical spot. Okay. You you actually jumped me because I think East Carolina is actually going to dog Old Dominion. Which will make that place even better. I want to see this up close and personal. And this is a conference game. This is not a great week. This is not a deep week. And this is the ABC game. USC Stanford. I know it's at Stanford, so I'm not going to get the the pageantry of USC. I think this team is really, really, really good. And the fact that that Vegas, for some reason, thinks this is going to stay close, this could be a low-key good game. So I have USC. One of the early uh, green-on-green picks of the day, I had USC minus the eight. So I think it's a blowout. But if Vegas is right, you could do worse than to be USC Stanford. Okay. Now you took a bit, not of a homer game. It's actually a homer game for me with the fighting Mike Houston's mm-hmm. of East Carolina. I did. So there's part of me that feels like I have to be a bit of a homer. My Florida State Seminole showed their whiteout unis that they're going to be wearing next Friday against Louisville. Fire. But there's another school that's near and dear to my heart. Country roads. Take me home to the place I belong. West Virginia, baby. We should be 1-0. We should have won the backyard brawl. But this week, we get Kansas. As somebody that's been to plenty of games in that stadium, there will be a many a couch ablaze this weekend. My final pick, maybe it's a little homer. Name's on the door. I'm allowed. Kansas, West Virginia. Kansas and West Virginia. Frankly, there's nothing about that game that's that that strikes me. You ever been to West Virginia? Uh, no. That's why nothing about that game strikes you. Oh, it's just the fact that you want to be back in that stadium. Uh, frankly, I'll take any excuse to be in that stadium. I don't care if they were playing Kansas Technical Institute of Culinary Design. I would have taken West Virginia right there. Okay. Fair enough. Now, is it my turn again? Yes, you get oh, one more. One more game. There's one more that makes all the sense in the world. I'll pick it for you if you want me to. Mm. What? What is it? You tell me. I mean, the other one that makes all the sense in the world to me is Arizona State, Oklahoma State. But Arizona State's not good. Are they? They might be. Look, there has to be a team in the Pac-12 that's actually good that's not USC. I don't know that there does. I don't know that there has to be one. There has to be somebody that can play dead in the Western. Mm -hmm. Now, look, I think this is going to be a second bloodbath weekend for the Pac-12 in a row. But that could be a uh, Boone T. Boone Pickens Stadium could be a little raucous. Yeah. Plus, go hang out with the malted man, Mike Gundy. That's not bad, but I'll, I'll be honest with you. I don't, I don't 
have any faith in Arizona State, and I think Oklahoma State will probably trounce them in that game. There's another possible blowout game that I think I want to be there, and this is kind of a homer pick. I've never been a big fan of the team itself, but they're right in our back door, and they're 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 fun. And last week, their quarterback went absolutely nanners. Carlos Davis, I'm going to give him the shout-out. Carlos Davis, the quarterback of the Western Carolina Catamounts, yeah, he um, he had six touchdowns last week in their game against Charleston Southern. I get it was Charleston Southern. Charleston Southern sucks at football. They always have. They always will. But they do play Georgia Tech this weekend on the road. Now, Georgia Tech uh, hung in with Clemson. I get it. I still don't think Georgia Tech's good. They're not. And I want to see I want to see just just how good Western Carolina can look against a big boy ACC program, which is kind of being nice to Georgia 100% Tech. 100% that's being nice. Georgia and Tech is get- an ACC program. Right. They you can either say big boy or you can say ACC. You cannot say both. <laughs> and uh they're, you know, Western playing Jeff Collins and the uh, and the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Collins used to be an assistant at Western Carolina. That's probably why they booked this game in the first place. But beyond a shadow of a doubt. But I want to see it. I want to see it. So Western Carolina at Georgia Tech. That's going to be my final game. Can I can I tell you a little secret? Yeah. Do you know what the line on that game is? Uh, I didn't even look. You you can't get it everywhere. There's only I mean I think you have to do this behind a bowling alley and it has to be paid in pennies or something bizarre. Right. Western Carolina's only a 22 and a half point dog. Oh, I think I'll take the plus 22 and I a half. I think I would too. Yeah. I plus think 22 I would and too. a half. Let's go. I mean cuz if you can at least even keep it competitive. If you can be within a couple of scores of Georgia Tech. It's a win. Absolutely. It's a win. We went on the road against an ACC team and kept it competitive kept it interesting i don't think it'd be a bad uh a bad game to be at you could do worse for sure all right so that's that's it we we got our five uh yeah because if we go undrafted free agent i feel like uh, oh i can't i can't uh it gets virginia very... illinois Ooh, that's a game that Stay tuned for the end of the hour when Jeremy will roll off all of his picks. Coming up next, it'll be the most important message of the day. Don't do crimes. Rogue Combat Club, Asheville's home for comprehensive martial arts training, has a goal for our community. One that's stronger, more fit, and unwavers in its support of one another. Rogue Combat Club's instructors have competed at the highest levels and offer classes for everyone from young children to adults in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, and wrestling. Rogue Combat Club classes can help you boost your self-confidence and self-defense skills while weeding out the egos and intimidation found at other gyms. Join today at RogueCombatClub.com. Are you ready to tackle your banking needs? Home Trust Bank's team of expert advisors and lenders want to be your teammate. We want to hear your story, learn your aspirations, and assist you with financial needs and provide options that are tailored to you. With a wide range of personal, mortgage, and commercial services, you will discover all your banking needs under one roof with a local and personalized touch at Home Trust Bank. Score big with Home Trust Bank. Ready for what's next? Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Everyone's heard about the housing market and this being the best time to sell a house in years. But the same thing applies to cars. 
Whether you're looking to buy a car, trade in, or sell that car in the driveway collecting dust, Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville wants to buy your car. They have two on-site managers that work with Kelly Blue Book to give you top dollar for your vehicle. You can even have your car appraised instantly at AndersonNissan.com. Stop in and visit them today at 629 Brevard Road, Nashville, or call them at 828-365-1663. On the weird scale, there's Vegas, there's Florida, and there's Asheville. Let's get weird, Asheville. And welcome back into the Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. Yeah, we'd skipped weird the last hour, so I wanted to make sure to play that. Uh, and you know what? Crime stories are always weird anyway. Look, don't do crimes. It's the most important message you're going to hear all day long from any program that is out there. And my story today comes to us from Connecticut. 25-year-old man from New Haven, Connecticut, went shopping at the Family Dollar. As you do. On, yeah, Saturday afternoon, he was shopping at the Family Dollar, and he was trying to be a nice guy. Just trying to be a nice guy. Opened up the door for two ladies that were going in the store, and then that's when the story got weird. Because he let the two women through the door and they forgot to do one thing. They forgot to thank him for opening up the door. And it it was at that point where Joshua Murray went, this is a slight that cannot stand. He pulled a gun on the two women and started threatening them. And of course, police were called. Charges ensued. You try to do a nice thing. You try to be the nice guy. And then you pull a gun on somebody for not saying thank you? Like, what is that? Uh, People get way too wrapped up about... I mean, saying thank you is very courteous. Now, I think the thank you card is the dumbest thing uh, that we do as a people. (laughs) I'm going to give you this gift. Right. Well, thank you for the gift. Now I have to go home and bring pen and paper into this to to say thank you again. I mean, look, I am a guy that opens doors for everybody. Male, female, I don't care. If I'm going into a store and you're walking right behind me, I'm going to open the door and I'm going to step aside and I'm going to let you walk through because it's the nice thing to do. I'm a nice guy. If you're having a bad day and you don't say a word to me, I don't get angry. I mean, it doesn't even surprise me anymore. No, I mean, there might be a little part of me that's going to cuss you underneath my breath, like jerk. Oh, see when the next time I open the door for you is going to be, but I can't imagine just losing it completely and pulling a gun on him. Yeah. He's, he's been charged not only with threatening somebody with a gun, um, but he's also carrying the gun illegally. It was an illegal gun. Of course. No, of course it was. Jeez. If you've ever wondered why people like me laugh when people say gun control, it's because of the phrase illegal gun. Yeah. Switzerland is looking into imprisoning people who warm their rooms to over 19 degrees Celsius for the next three years if the country is forced to ration gas because of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Apparently, there is a shortage of natural gas in Switzerland, and they are projecting that with the war going on between Russia and the Ukraine, that supply lines are going to be limited and natural gas is going to be limited. Canada, which is a very large supplier of natural gas, has also said that they will not be supplying more. 
Do you know how warm 19 degrees Celsius is? No. It's 66. So if you are found to be heating your home above 66 degrees, you will be subject to a fine of roughly $40 per day. And the fine could grow to as much as $4,000. And you could do six months in jail for running your heat. 66 is not enough. Well, I mean, for me it is. Oh, it's not enough. 66 is fine. That's not even close to enough. Look, the older I get and the skinnier I get, I need more heat. Which is really rough on my uh, personal life. Look, I live with a menopausal woman. And she loves to keep the house at what I feel like is a crisp, cool 45 degrees. I freeze to death anyway. And it's and it's only like really uh, 70 in my house. I need more than 66. HWA complains about the temperature in our house uh no less than once a day. Because frankly, you can set mine on 60 and just mm-hmm. let it rock. Mm-hmm. That's what I do when I when I stay in hotels, first thing I do, I go to the AC and however low you will let me, that's what I'm setting it on. Yep. Found one in Biloxi, Mississippi one time. 55. Oh, I slept like a drunk child. It was awesome. Jeremy, you and I have both been big guys. We've both been in the situation of being on an airplane where the seats are a little too small. You feel like you should have you should have ordered two seats so you could spread out a little bit. I actually took a flight one time where the seat belt wouldn't buckle because I was so big. I had to go through the incline of the flight and the decline of the flight without any safety harness on. So basically, you went full Rocky. If I die, I die. Pretty much. Pretty much. But now I know the next time I get on a plane, it's not going to happen. I've lost 90 pounds with the PhD weight loss program. They have taught me better nutrition and how to collapse the visceral fat in my body 90 pounds since last thanksgiving i'm i feel like a completely different person and this plan is not just for people that have to lose tremendous amounts of weight i only had about half of that to lose to get back to where i was comfortable back to my athletic times and i did that in just just over seven months i've been out in public many times recently seeing people with football season starting that haven't seen me since last year and it's commonplace for people to say you look completely different and it's all thanks to the plan program of phd weight loss you don't have to struggle with your weight problem any longer there is a program that can help you change your life like i have go to myphdweightloss.com phd weight loss is the official weight loss program of the clemson tigers and their fans with the dawn of the new nfl season we don't have a new deal for lamar jackson is it a big deal or is it not a big deal? I feel like Lamar probably feels like it's a bigger deal than the rest of us. I'm not worried because I think eventually they'll get this thing figured out. But the statement came out from the Baltimore Ravens earlier today. They did not get a deal done. There will not be a deal done. Lamar has said as soon as kickoff comes, I'm done. I'm not having this discussion any longer. He set the deadline for today and it's not going to happen. 
I I feel like I would be remiss if I didn't point out what AJ Hawk said earlier today. He said he was done negotiating. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you think that he's, was his word? You think he's giving him a price, and it's just you meet my price or else. Well, I if Baltimore comes to him and says we'll give you two hundred million guaranteed, two fifty over five, I I'll believe you're going to say no to that when I see it. Mm-hmm. But it, you asked, is it a big deal? To me, no, not really. Where it becomes a big deal is if Lamar has another injury-riddled season. Mm-hmm. You get hurt again, and, and I mean this is this is the risk that you take. You're a, you're a mobile quarterback. You make much of your hay as a runner. You get hurt again, then people are going to have to look around and go, "Is this going to be a consistent problem?" Are we going to be paying for 14 games out of a 17-game season every year? That doesn't sound like a huge deal, but it is. Because you also have to realize, if that's the case, you're going to have to overpay for your backup, too. Then it becomes really difficult financially. That's not actually what I think the biggest problem is, if I were a Ravens fan. If I were Baltimore, the thing that would scare me to death is who come, who becomes contract extension eligible this offseason. Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert. Mm-hmm. You think that number was big before? Let one of them sign, and they're going to. Right. The first second that that can be done. I guarantee you, the Chargers and the Bengals are sitting with bated breath with a bajillion dollar deal for Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert that they will slide across the table the first second they're legally allowed to. Mm-hmm. Now, when that happens, all bets are off. Mm-hmm. All bets are off. Because that number could skyrocket. Oh, it's going to. The, I There's feel no like doubt. the misnomer that that has been around the league, and I've heard this from a ton of people, is that we think the Deshaun Watson deal was an aberration. $230 million fully guaranteed was an aberration. I'm not so sure that's true. And, and you can take the risk. Russell Wilson didn't get his deal fully guaranteed. Mm-hmm. I, I don't necessarily know that you're going to see the fully guaranteed thing again. The numbers aren't going down. They're going up. And, and now you got new TV deals. you got things in place. The cap's going to grow between $10, $15 million a year. Well, what happens? That's going to swell. Mm-hmm. Now, there is one caveat to that. We don't actually know what Lamar wants. He has not voiced what he wants. To us. To, uh, no, I'm, I mean, I'm sure the Ravens know. <laughs> yes. It's far more imperative that they know. Right. I would be remiss if I didn't point this out. And I would say this to Joe Burrow, and I'd say it to Justin Herbert as well. Do you know how much guaranteed money is in Josh Allen's deal? Which was the first one signed when we went down this little rabbit hole? Don't remember. How much? $150 million. Okay. You know what that does? It makes that contract very malleable. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the talent on that roster, if you notice that not a lot of people have left Buffalo in the last couple of years, now I understand that the contract just kicked in. I get that. Mm-hmm. They're accumulating talent. They're not having to get rid of it. Because Josh Allen may be on the most team-friendly deal in the NFL. And I'm going to say the same thing to Lamar. I'm going to say the same thing to Joe B. And I'm going to say the same thing to Justin Herbert that I said to Aaron Rodgers. You can go get every cent you're worth. No one will fault you. At least not here they won't. I have never besieged somebody their money. I do not care. But I will tell you, there's a big scary monster in your conference, mm-hmm. and they ain't going anywhere. We saw them last night. And so when you haggle over all this money, I understand you're taking care of yourself 
I get it. There's a guy right down the road that's already taken care of that. And that's taken care of until he's in his 30s. So just understand, haggling over every dollar can be the difference between a championship and not. Oh, 100%. I mean, I hate to bring up the he who should not be named again. But year after year, New England kept winning championships. And year after year, what did Tom Brady do to make that happen? Give money back. He gave money back to the team. He took less money. He pushed his money down the road so that they could be able to afford what's going on. So they could remain competitive. You know, I don't. I, I, those days may be gone. We may, na- we may never have another guy that will be willing to do that. Mm, but maybe we should. Maybe that's something that these quarterbacks need to think about. Well, I mean, you have one. Josh Allen knew what he was doing. Mm -hmm. If you remember when that deal signed, what was the first thing out of my mouth? This may be the best deal in NFL history for the team. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, he got $258 million. $108 million of that is completely malleable. So what do you think they're going to do? They'll play the numbers. They'll do the New Orleans Saints thing for as long as they can. Mm -hmm. And then the minute they can't do that anymore, what do you do then? Extend him so you can do it more. Yep. You're going to get your money. And this is not me being the crotchety old guy saying, oh, he's going to play for the love of the game. To me, that is the dumbest thing that people say out loud. It just is. Mm -hmm. All right, this is what quarterbacks cost. I'm not saying he should take $130 million. I'm saying at some point you have to be mentally cognitive enough to understand I am more of a risk than Aaron Rodgers is or Tom Brady was or on and on and on and on. And this is a team that drafts really well. I know they're going to put quality talent around me. I'm going to get my money. Mm -hmm. And that's, again, I'm not besieging Lamar Jackson. I get what you're doing. Just I feel like there is no better place in the NFL for him than Baltimore, and I feel like there's no better quarterback for Baltimore than Lamar Jackson. Just get it done. Mm-hmm. I don't know about get it done. The, the longer and longer this goes, the longer, the, the more and more I go back to the theory that you and I had months ago when we were first talking about this. Maybe don't sign him to the multi, multi-year deal. Franchise tag him. And, and do you, you know what that leads to? What's that? Dak Prescott. I mean, I've, I've read this book. Mm-hmm. I get the premise in it. The problem is that you better not intend on signing that guy long-term because you will be in cap hell, which is exactly what the Dallas Cowboys are in, and it's not getting any better. Right. You want to keep the band together? You want this to be as long as it can be and as malleable as it can be. Mm-hmm. Like I said, we saw the big scary bear last night. Yep. They come from Buffalo. Lamar will And have- all of these things are already taken care of. Right. I don't have to deal with Stephon Diggs. I don't have to deal with Josh Allen. I don't have to deal with Von Miller. It's all locked up. But if you're worried about the injury, if you're worried about the guaranteed money, you know, paying him $200 million guaranteed over the next five years or whatever it is, maybe that's your best play. Give him the guaranteed contracts year to year. Of course, you're going to be, you're, you're going to be playing hell when it comes time to finally extend him full term. It's finally time to do something. It is. It's time for the bangers. They're coming up next. He's got all the dogs you could want in college football Coming up next right here on ESPN Asheville. Real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Marshall with EXP Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. 
I will work hard for you, and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. When I finally drove the old car into the grave, I knew there was only one place I was going to go. Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville, home of the family plan. And yes, they treat you like family. I went in, told them what I was looking for, told them my budget, and in no time, I was signing the paperwork on my certified pre-owned vehicle. They have the area's largest selection on quality pre-owned vehicles and certified Nissans. They go through a 167-point inspection, so you know it's not going to let you down. They gave me the Carfax report, so I know the history of my vehicle. And the Fred Anderson family plan gives me things like oil changes and car washes and loaner cars if I have to have major work done on the car in the future. For me, buying a car has always been an intimidating thought. But the folks at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville made it super easy. Don't be like me. Don't wait till the last minute to get a deal done. Go to AndersonNissan.com or stop by the showroom at 629 Brevard Road. And don't forget to mention we sent you from the Sportsocracy and get a $250 bonus on your trade-in at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. Coffee's the closers home. Get them the money! Then when you get the money, you get the power. That watch costs more than your car. Then when you get the power, then you get the woman. It's my favorite time of the week, and this week I have more of my favorite thing than I've ever had before. Underdog, 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 underdog. Speed of lightning! We're over the thunder! The first of the Arizona Wildcats are a ten and a half point dog against Mississippi State. I'm gonna be really honest with you. Mississippi State's not good. I undervalued Arizona. They really killed the transfer portal, and they have legitimate weapons. I'm not saying they win. They keep it close. It's in Arizona, too. Temperature, all the things. Give me the Wildcats plus 10.5. Next, Fresno State's a one-point dog at home against Oregon State. I love the Beavers. I really do. But they're actually not that good. You do understand that, right? Boise State's terrible. I took them last week because Boise State couldn't block me. Fresno State plus the one. I love dogs. But there's one thing I love more than just a regular dog. Oh, you didn't know? I love a road dog and I got all kinds of them tonight. The Louisville Cardinals, a six-point dog at Central Florida, and Central Florida couldn't play dead in the Western. Neither one of these teams plays any defense, but Louisville is really good offensively. Malik Cunningham's difficult to game plan for. I think they went out right. Cardinal plus six. Duke is a ten-and-a-half-point dog at Northwestern. Northwestern should not be a ten-and-a-half-point favorite against basketball teams. Which Duke is, and Mike Elko has changed things defensively. I got him wrong last week. I'm not getting him wrong again. Sneaky money line play. Duke Blue Devils plus 10.5. Iowa State's a a 3.5 point dog at Iowa. Iowa could not score at a sorority house if they brought the beer. They're (laughs) awful. The offense is as bad as I think I've ever seen. They had 140 total yards against an FCS school. What do you think they're going to do against Will McDonald? Cyclones plus three and a half. They went out right. Kentucky's a six-point dog at Florida. I'm not telling you that Florida's overrated. That's not what I'm saying. I just feel like we kind of jumped off the deep end here because they beat a Utah team that, well, how good are they? The Pac-12 is 
poopy. And it showed itself time after time after time. The SEC's not, and neither is Will Levis. Gimme Kentucky plus the six. Boston College is a two and a half point dog at Virginia Tech. I still get Phil Jakovic. I still get Zay Flowers, and Virginia Tech just lost to Old Dominion. And I don't think it was because they overlooked them. I think it's because they're not good. Boston College plus two and a half. Finally, the two biggest weekend games of the entire weekend. The Texas Longhorns are a 20 and a half point dog. I love points more than I love being right, and I'm taking them with the horns. Hook them, let's go. And finally, the Avalanche and State Mountaineers are a 19-point dog against Texas A&M. I've thought about it all day, and I'm calling it. Mountaineers win. They go to Kyle Field and upset A&M. Let's go. Oh, man. He's calling the outright upset. Mountaineers on the road at the Aggies. You talk about some fire down there at college station that place might be on fire if they can't score they cannot score appalachian state better than people think national narrative well they're just a little group of five school and they're coming to kyle field it hasn't been the murderer's row that people make it out to be jimbo fisher i'll tell you i watched it for a lot of years soon as you count on him he will let you down Mm -hmm. and this has horrid trap game written all over it i just can't get there with all you the dogs, you're baby. gonna be you you will be gloating to high heaven on monday when we return and not even just because it's out. jimbo fisher either that would be an added bonus the real bonus is that that line is dreadfully bad. The NFL kicks off this weekend, which means Sunday morning at 10 o'clock on the YouTube stream. You want to be there. We will be there with all of the fantasy rankings and last minute uh, roster changes and all of the things right here in the Ingalls studio, 10 o'clock on Sunday morning. Mullet's mailbag will be wide open on the Facebook and the Instagrams and the, all the other social medias. Get your fantasy questions in. We'll answer them live. It'll be Tank, myself, and our Canada and friend armchair commentary getting you ready for all the things in the NFL weekend. And after the show's done, we'll be at the Village Porch in North Asheville watching all the games. We'll be there all day long. Come hang out with us. We're going to do uh, just a lot of football things. Have a good old time. North Asheville, Village Porch, all day Sunday. Absolutely. We will be back with you here on Monday at 3 o'clock. Stay tuned to ESPN Asheville later on this evening because we will have at 6.30. Sports Tank Friday will get you ready for the high school football action tonight. The Buncom County High School Football Game of the Week. we got the Reynolds Rockets taking on Rabin Gap. We will see you on Monday.